is going on, everybody? It is episode 312 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I'm feeling restored from the weekend. How about you? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good today. Uh, I got to see the success of Cocaine Bear, so how bad could I be right now? Yeah, we, we rode that high as long <laughs> as it would last. Exactly. And we're with Dane today. How you oh, doing, hello. sir? Hey, everyone. Dane Font here. Marketing man extraordinaire and the patron saint of White Boy Summer. All right. You doing good today? Indeed. All right. So, yes, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, the glorious fall of Ant- Like, this is like twofold. I-, I feel like the failure of Ant-Man Quantumania is Mary's high, and the success <laughs> of, of Cocaine Bear is-, is my high, and they kind of come together to make one big awesome, awesome Both are thing. good things yes. in my book. All right, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, Dove Cameron, and I can already see people in the chat. Who's Dove Cameron? Dove Cameron is a singer and an actress. She was going to be featured in the ill-fated Powerpuff Girls TV show that was going to be on the CW that was canceled, and then it wasn't canceled, then it was canceled again, then it wasn't canceled again. Who knows if it's still going to happen. She's, uh, she's also a musician, and she wants to make music for literally everybody except for, for straight people guys so that's you know very 2022 she didn't bring race into it so you know (laughs) good for her i guess we're gonna discuss that we're gonna talk about the fact that hogwarts legacy is literally just just it's like raking in money so fast they can't keep it all in one place uh they're like 850 million dollars in less than two weeks or in two weeks so we're gonna talk about that and the possibility of a hogwarts legacy tv adaptation at hbo max and then we are also going to talk about The Last of Us. We did our review earlier, which you should go and check out as soon as this episode is over. You should go on our channel and check out our review of episode seven of The Last of Us. Storm Reed, who plays Riley in the episode, had some, you know, very, very mid-2020 commentary on what you should do if you don't like the LGBTQ plus storylines in this show. She says, well, if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. It's, it's very comic books in the late 2010s, in the early 2020s. You know, if you don't like my politics, don't buy my books. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, and we got a bunch of other stuff to get into. So if you guys are ready, we'll just get right into the things first. Are you ready, Mary? Yeah, let's go. Danny. You good? In, yes. All right. I was say, <laughs> so, for some reason. Before we get started, I, I do want to at least bring up what happened with Woody Harrelson yeah. at the at the. Um, I, in fact, I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna put this on screen first. Uh, if I could get my thing here. Uh, I just looked up his name, and it's just really funny. The The media is very predictable in this country. Very, very predictable. Woody Harrelson has always been a very... Uh, like he's This isn't the first time he's called out Big Pharma. If you guys don't know what happened, he did the Saturday Night Live on Saturday, and he gave a six-minute monologue at the beginning of the show in which 30 seconds of it were critical of the pharmaceutical con- uh, companies in this country, and it got him... And his new movie that is coming out conveniently on March 10th, more publicity than, than that entire like that, than that entire appearance on Saturday Night Live would have gotten him, given how irrelevant Saturday Night Live is. Um, what is his new movie? It's called Champions. Oh, yeah, yeah. He it's mentioned sport, that. Yeah, I, so, I kind of t- tuned out the second he started self-promoting. Yeah. He's also an avid weed smoker and made self-deprecating jokes about yeah. that. And... Uh, you know, probably thinks that it can Let's cure COVID as well. 
So, so but yeah. But he, he didn't even directly refer to vaccines. Nope. He was talking about reading a script uh, about drug cartels locking everyone in their homes and they have to take their mm -hmm. drugs in order to be set free. Yep. And he was like, "Who? Wow, that's a, such a wild, crazy idea. Uh, why would anyone believe that?" Which, by the way, the today's this week's crisis party sound effect is in fact uh, in honor of his uh, his thirty second speech. I thought it was kind of clever. I was looking for a I was looking for some inspiration on Sunday. About I didn't want to do a scary one again. I don't like scaring Dane. It, it's you know every time I post about it, Dane has to go on Twitter and he goes, "Oh, great." Seriously, <laughs> because the uh... the sound. Yeah, it's like right by you. God, I'm in Spanish mode. I was going to say bocina. Yeah. How do we call this? <laughs> the, the speaker. speaker. The speaker's like right next to my ear. And I'm always in the middle of some self-aggrandizing point. Where it's like, well, actually, if you guys listen to me, it's like, boom, 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 Waze World. Exactly. Like, Dane is dead. That's exactly why I do it. That's exactly why I do it. So, so yeah, he made his commentary Called it a conspiracy theory. It's like I don't. I, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on it. I just wanted to point out that look, uh, he he means what he says. He's gone on plenty. Did Bill Maher, in which he kind yeah. of talked about uh, about the meta, you know, the medical industrial complex in this country. But it is not you to go, go with, talk to Zachary yeah, Levi. About he should. It. But it's not and to go. And Lily and Letitia Wright. Yeah, they could start a group together. I I mean, the group is getting so big that you're not really special yeah. for being in it anymore. But I just want to say it's not it's not unfair to point out that he does have a movie coming out. And if all he did was Saturday Night Live, nobody would remember it in T minus three minutes because they nobody would care because Saturday Night Live hasn't True. mattered in years. I'm just thinking about what it's like to be one of the band members who has to control their facial expressions very carefully. Oh, they didn't look very happy. Well, I don't know. I couldn't tell. One of them in the back looks like she was on. in like middle school. Yeah. Well, and one of them has a mask on, so I can. Um, yeah, I has a mask. Yeah. I can. It's infer. like the easiest out um, to hide your true reaction. She's like, I'm angry. The best part of the Woody Harrelson's uh, story is that obviously it was very tepid, per usual, as everything that upsets people in the universe. But, uh, but the one thing he said it was like the the media and these companies basically they conspire together. Yeah, and, and every single article, uh, article like, has the same byline. It's like, well, yeah. Woody Harrison's pushing a public conspiracy theory. Like it's so irresponsible <laughs> like, to to bill that as a conspiracy theory. How do when these you, people not you know, know synonyms? How how can they not use different words to at least like try it's, it's to not sound even disputed that that is a conspiracy theory it's a conspiracy fact yeah. that a small group of elites are like controlling everything it's uh but who is they though yeah the who, who would know i have no idea uh look just just be aware that when this stuff happens you can agree with them he may be saying the truth but there's always some form of reciprocal means here in this case he's got a movie that he's promoting he probably had to you know, run this joke by SNL yeah. before he said it. Yeah, I would like to. Which Dave Chappelle didn't do. Yeah. So props to him for that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like the the is the idea well, that he they snuck... claimed that he gave he gave them a fake. He like script, ran fake yeah. script by them. But and... did did I mean there is the idea here supposed to be that he snuck it in at the end? Like it was because it's only a thirty second bit at the very end of the show. So maybe courageous uh, anti-establishment Woody Harrelson is out like. Uh, Parading, you know, he's on his quest to save the everyman by sneaking this 30 second joke in there. 
I don't know if I buy that. That's just part of the culture of SNL now that like we know you're lying about what you're going to say on camera. Hey, but but shout wink, wink, wonk, Shout out to Woody Harrelson and uh, Bill Maher for attempting to be sane liberals. Yeah. Yep. For the most part, uh, that's what I would. That's what I would uh, assume that. I mean, that's what I kind of consider myself for the for the most part. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not a liberal. But it's just it just goes to say the movie's coming out. Be aware of it. Um, and there's another. Th- so uh, if you guys remember, not that long ago, Lady Gaga, her her do- a couple years ago, her dog walker was like almost killed, and yeah. two of her dogs were stolen. The third it one, it was an armed dog napping. Yes, an armed dog napping. French bulldog. Yeah, he got shot. Yep, and he, and five people got arrested about it. It, it was a dog napping. No, he survived. It was a, it was a dog napping ring basically, and she <laughs> put up she put a five hundred thousand dollar reward for the safe return of her dogs. No question. They dog nap whatever dogs they think have owners that will put up the biggest, like, reward Reward. money. And she did. And then they'll fake finding the dog. Well, Jennifer... Money. Jennifer McBride. Yeah, so she was was charged (laughs) with uh, receiving stolen property, the stolen property being the dogs. Uh, And it says, Jennifer McBride was one of five people arrested in connection with the 2021 armed dog napping of the French Bulldogs, Koji and Gustav. Uh, so she filed a, a lawsuit against Lady Gaga to collect the $500,000 that was offered in the reward. Hey, you, you got in the way of my my crime <laughs> ring money. And she cited like uh, in like loss of enjoyment of life, mental anguish and suffering, pain and suffering is her reasons for suing. That's what happens when you steal people's pets. You 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 suffer no? and you and you have enjoy you have loss of li- you have loss of enjoyment of life. I mean, I would, I would enjoy my life less. It would if be I like me got caught committing a crime. It would be like you, like me punching Dane in the face and then suing him because my hand hurts. Or, mm. I mean, she's obviously not going to win. She's no. probably doing it for attention. And the lawyer's a bad person for even taking the case if he's getting paid for this. So I just, you know, it's a, and another one of them had previously had to like contest a charge of attempted murder. Yeah, because the guy got shot. Jeez. Also, like, do you think they'll make a movie about this like they did with the bling ring? It's not nearly interesting enough. It's totally interesting enough. Just I mean, dramatize they, it, make it a comedy. If they dramatize it way beyond what it ever was, yeah. where, like, multiple celebrities are involved, yeah. like, fictional celebrities. And, uh, and Jennifer McBride is actually, like, her her like her tax prep person. It extends to, like, other animals, like horses. And... Or, or, no, Jennifer McBride could be her former dog walker that got fired for incompetence because the dogs wouldn't, like, go the right route well, they, with they her. They try to dog nap a pit bull, and it just kills them. <laughs> if he gets shot nine times, he can start a rap career. That's that's very true. I've been waiting like solid two minutes to say that. <laughs> so it says in February 21, 2021, her dog walker's name was Ryan Fisher, was out with her three bulldogs. Well, that's a lot of that's a lot of dogs. The third one got away and eventually found by the cops. Also, it's probably the only co- like crime that the police in Los Angeles have solved in like the last 10 years. If you're a celebrity, why do you even own dogs that you can't spend time with? Like, why um, are they even there? She probably, I mean, she you probably, probably like travel and work literally all the time. She's a she's a busy lady, so she could probably take him around. Yeah, she's a stranger well, to Koji and Gustav. But she, yeah, but they're not like the purse puppy. They want to stay that, with the dog nappers. Yeah. they take more better care of them. <laughs> so they're like they're trying to return them to her, and the dogs are like nipping at her hands. Wasn't there a similar situation with uh, like Iggy Azalea? Was there? 
I don't know. Let me look this Lisa, up. Is that, is that true? There's a whole there's a whole epidemic of dog theft going on in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, there's a movie to be made here. Mm. How would you title it? Um. Oh no! It just got attacked by a coyote or something. <laughs> okay, that that's not good. What would you What would you name the movie? That's what I asked you. I'm, I'm asking you first. I don't know. Um. This is what I'm saying. Like, if you want to have something similar to Cocaine Bear. It can't just be like other animal on drugs. Totally can. Totally can. You have to like actually come up with an idea. Wait, didn't people tag us on Twitter that there's an, another movie coming in? That was, a, I mean, that was like a, jo- a meth oh. alligator. <laughs> that, that was like a that was like a joke headline we'll for it. So that. actually, speaking the hell of it, you want to just get right into All this right. then? All yeah. right, we're gonna get right into it then. Uh, so guys, Ant Man in the Wasp. Quantumania officially has the largest box office drop of any Marvel movie in the history of the MCU, 69.7%. I also nice. love the cope from these places for not rounding it up to 70 because like the idea is like, is Mickey going rev- like, to revoke your press pass? Holding on to that 0.3% is, is for Mickey, dear life. Will Mickey revoke your press pass if you, if you actually round up to 70? Like... Sorry, guys. I can't let you come back into the into the parks anymore. You I mean, give would, you blame the this, would you blame <laughs> this on Quantumania being a horrible movie? Or would you blame this on Cocaine Bear stealing the show? It's on who cares about Ant-Man. It's on I mean, Ant-Man being a bad it must be the same guy that insults me in chess. Like, well, yeah. if you haven't read Aquaman 1969, you would know that it's a cinematic masterpiece. It's It sucks. It's a guy who's an ant that's... Stronger than Ant. Yeah. Congratulations. If Ant-Man is special to you, like, that's cool or whatever. But this is, after all, supposed to be bringing in an audience that's not into comics. And and it shouldn't matter because Marvel is the brand. People don't even care. Like, half the people don't even care about the characters. They just care that it's a Marvel movie. It's an Ant. Which is crazy to me because, like, I simply don't feel joy when I watch these movies. Like, I feel like actually more existential dread when I'm wa- watching a, a Marvel movie or after walking out of a Marvel movie than ever. Yeah. I don't know why this has mainstream <laughs> appeal. It actually makes me feel like the world is closing in on me. It is. <laughs> and it makes me feel unsafe. <laughs> so it's the worst drop of anyone. And the funny thing is it beat out the previous record holder, which wasn't even a Marvel movie, which was um, Batman versus Superman, which had like a 61% huh. drop. Yeah. Yep. Well, that movie sucked. Interesting. Uh, no, no. I wonder movie, what happened. No, that movie did not suck. It did not? Actually, no, that's, that's I can't even lie about that. The, the, the theatrical version of that movie made no sense. So you're, you're not wrong about that. Uh, but I do love the the director's cut of that movie. That had a 69.1% drop. This one beat even that. And it even beat, um, the other funny one is Black Widow yeah. had a 67% drop. And that movie was a day and date release. So people could go and watch that movie on Disney Plus at the same time. And it still really? had a bigger drop than that. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. So um, I'm and, surprised by that. And now they have ScarJo and Three more Marvel movies. Yep. And, and the and the best part out. is they're like blaming Cocaine Bear. And my favorite part about this is like when I when Good. I played sport when I played sports, the idea was like okay, you could if if it comes down to the wire, right, and you lose a game based on one bad call from a ref, a good coach will say if you didn't win by enough to be dominant, 
you can't blame it on a ref for one blown call because you didn't do your job as a player to actually pad the lead and give yourself a reason to win in spite of the bad call. If you can't, like, sure, you won the weekend, but if you can only win the weekend by $10 million against a Elizabeth Banks movie about a coked-out bear, you're, you're not doing well, Marvel. You're not doing well. If they're blaming Cocaine Bear for this, then that's good that's that's good for for us because then that means other like non-franchise movies yeah. will be seen as competition again which again is why i'm saying cocaine bear shouldn't be you know hoard out as hoard out i say I, look it's gonna i was it, allowed to say that because i was saying it as a verb look okay? it's good for you it's, the the thing is every time in sorry brett every time something in hollywood succeeds even mildly it's like well do you guys want to make 11 of them yeah there's no way it doesn't get a sequel unfortunately well, like, actually i shouldn't say unfortunately I'm saying the fact that it's the default for any well-liked movie or even it's moderately popular but mostly irrelevant movie to get a sequel and not only one but like multiple like well, the three reason or four for- is showing the impoverishment of our culture it's gonna get a series on lifetime the reason for this will be the financial benefits being that it's cheap to make and will remain profitable so now the name recognition that the movie has garnered outweighs how cheap they are to make right so you can make it for cheap and the name recognition from the movie has been boosted tenfold because of the good opening weekend. There is no way that they don't do it. Plus, it's a, these are companies that, when they're not being weird about their Marvel movies that are done with all sorts of weird casting. You know, we talk a lot about how it seems like they never want to make any money. But they do want to make money. Like, in the, in the thick of it, they want to make money. And these properties are going to make money. So we will probably end up getting a, a Cocaine Bear sequel. Actually, I saw this. This was a joke. This is not real. But it says, breaking news, Kevin Feige considers bringing Cocaine Bear into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So how about that? Why don't we just bring... He just a- wants to... No. He just wants to, like, poach every respectable actor or actress yep. and... Uh, every filmmaker yeah. into this giant Borg. It is a Borg. Marvel's like, a Borg. <laughs> I hope they make like an avant-garde French film and they actually give a bear cocaine and it just kills French people smoking cigarettes. It's like, uh, life is meaningless. And then the bear comes like, yeah. Uh, that be great? No, it would not. I don't want what people do to die. I don't want the people to remember, die. They wouldn't bring cocaine bear into the MCU because well, the MCU as it exists today is like antithetical to, you know, actual matter and yeah. like like <laughs> real things interacting in a real environment with like trees and dirt and like real objects that affect the storyline they won't bring that's it that's not a thing anymore they won't bring it because the bear can't pretend to be robert downey jr i'd be like oh i'm i'm clever and yeah. handsome they could bring the they could bring maybe or maybe but what they do maybe what happens is robert downey jr goes and does the cocaine bear sequel that'd be great he comes in and he plays like a quirky sheriff he replaces margo martindale as the sheriff in the in the woods where the cocaine bear lives, he does cocaine bear in your face. He well, I, and then yeah, he would have to, like, and then he could turn the end of it into a drug, into like a drug PSA because he's in recovery too. So I, I'm I'm down, I'm down for this. Also, guys, there is this one. Babylon B had this idea: rehab bear. 
Mm. No? Rehab bear? He goes to recover from his addiction. Yeah, re- rehab bear. So he goes and he goes, instead of 12, it's, they're not really steps, they're paws. Like it's a 12 paw program. Does he successfully recover from his addiction? Uh, like, well, it's like, then does, does he, he kill everyone in the rehab bear? <laughs> no, it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He goes through a bunch of like, 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 uh, like anger and bargaining and, and sadness over the fact that he just murdered a bunch of people over his need for cocaine. And it's a prequel Maybe. to the, Winnie the Pooh movie. He, he meets Pooh in the forest. Kind of fucking yep. genius. Yeah, and then they they both like satisfy their bloodlust. I'm so down. I'm so, a, or maybe we can English get countryside. Maybe we can get Winnie the Pooh blood and honey and cocaine bear badly. But like Winnie, uh, like Pooh v Pooh v Coke bear, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, who, who would win? <laughs> Because I think uh, they're both similarly invincible. Yes, they are. You, can't, you certainly couldn't kill Winnie but the Pooh in that who movie. Who is smarter? He's, he's an upright, he's a bipedal <laughs> animal now. You know what the hardest thing, I was, when, I, when we were watching that movie, I was like looking for his hands. I'm like, do they ever screw up and show human hands? And they don't. They hide the hands very well. They're like, they show? They're like gloves that are like, if I remember correctly, they were like gloves that kind of looked like the... the um, the skin tone of of the mask. See, there were all these like right. limiting factors yeah. to what they could show, and that's why there were so many like boring, lingering shots. Yeah. So look, Quantumania did not do well, and I, I don't know if I blame um, Paul Rudd for this. I think it's a movie that people didn't really care about, and I think there is a lot of fatigue with Marvel right now, whether people want to admit it or not. I uh, like him as an actor, bro. He's a very unconvincing superhero. Yeah. Paul yeah. Rudd. He was, he was like, I thought he was great in, in um, Captain America Civil War, but that's not his movie. Yeah, because he, he was that. being funny. But yeah. I don't know. I'm just putting myself in this situation like, oh, no, I'm faced with imminent danger. Here's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm dead. But that's that's the point is like, isn't he quirky? And He's kind in every- of stupid <laughs> he's supposed to be an everyman in hollywood's terms of he's every panicky. man which is quirky and stupid like he's you know, panicking homer, he panics about everything homer simpson syndrome and then the wasp like comes in comes don't in worry honey i will yeah. save the day from i will save you from cocaine bear <laughs> uh but then he could just shrink down really small and go in the bear's nasal passages and get some of the cocaine and become cocaine ant brett uh i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to bring up something problematic Apparently you misgendered the bear. Did I? Oh yeah, no. it was a, it's a female bear. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well. Well, uh, how? Why else would it be so fiercely protecting its cubs? Yeah. The way it does in that. In you that. should put in IMDb, IMDb trivia that you're a bigot. Uh, I can do that. I, uh, Officially, should today. I do that? This movie you was what, uh, <laughs> the bear in this movie was once misgendered on the popular pop culture podcast, Pop Culture Crisis. Uh, on the date of this, this, and this. I might add that later. You should. I, I also need to start adding trivia for all of us since we all have IMDb pages now. Like, oh, yeah. What, what would you like as your IMDb trivia? I'll come up with that. C- get, let me know. For you. Let me um, know. I just, I just realized Universal owns DreamWorks, which is, uh, of course, superior to Pixar Disney and, and Pixar? Pixar animation. So maybe they could adapt it into an animated, like series or yeah. something. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Like, the other thing is Make there's cocaine. Friendly. There are cocaine bear Funko Pops now. I thought that even that was a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, unless it was fake, but it looked like I saw. I saw cocaine bear uh, Funko Pops, but they're just asking for a cocaine bear plushie that just has like a little white mark around the nose. Um, Do you think that this is going to influence people to? 
snort cocaine? I hope not. Like, it, it, look. But if we're being honest, it probably will. It's not like... A bear? A bear? It's not yeah. like the humans in the movie were doing no. the cocaine. Yeah, they were. Like, who? Besides the kids. He's the kids. I think Leonardo DiCaprio doing coke off a... Uh, Attractive woman's butt. Yeah, it's way more, more likely. Yeah. and they're both R-rated. What was that? Wolf of Wall Wolf Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Opening scene. Oh, and they're and they're both R-rated movies. So you know, like the kids shouldn't be That's watching. That's crazy them anyway. that they have the same rating. What? Are you serious? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street and Cocaine Bear have the yeah, same rating. They're both. I would honestly consider Cocaine Bear just a hair short of being family friendly for kids like over ten. It was the swear honestly. words. Yeah, the, like the swearing was the was it, but. Wolf of Wall Street is like something I would never show to a child. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy well, that they the have violence, the same rating. The violence in Cocaine Bear is kind of comical, but there is. Some I mean, lore. I would almost say like uh, like an NC seventeen for Wolf of Wall Street. No. <laughs> should we, but... should that be the poll? Yeah. The, the, we'll do that. We'll do that next. We'll do that tomorrow. Is Cocaine Bear giving you a drug habit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, people were like, does it does it slightly intrigue you to? <laughs> There, I mean, some people left comments that they thought I was being too, that I was joking around too much about drugs. And oh, I said, look, it, being, oh, in being in recovery, Girl. like you learn that you have to be able to joke around about this stuff. Otherwise, you're, you're never going to make it out alive when you're kind of like uh, people like, like you when you go through something, you have to be able to joke about it. Otherwise, I mean, that means you have to be mad at the movie, too. Yeah, because it took it the subject of drugs lightly as well. Yep. And, and if that triggers you, I guess don't watch the movie. And let's face it, does Hollywood really have any right to lecture people about drug use? No, no, they don't. No. No. Like whenever I watch a movie where, um, like that that has stuff like that, I'm picturing the writer like doing drugs while writing the script. Mm -hmm. Like any any time I watch a network TV thing and they're like critical or or like even like smoking. Like on network TV, they don't smoke or like they're critical of smoking. That's that was like a coordinated effort from Hollywood. Like but they, that's Hollywood it should actually be taken to task for popularizing smoking in itself yeah. because they use it as a cinematic tool. Yeah, and something that like lubricates dialogue basically yeah yeah uh, and uh, you know it goes back to like certain motifs back in like the the black and white film era and stuff like that so they're I, more responsible look guys make cocaine bear 2 if you want i'm down for it make a cinematic universe if you want anything is better than being forced to watch the th 10,000th marvel movie and i would even say more so than most of the dc movies which i'm just like i want to do well but people don't seem to care about but me Right, like they just don't do as well. I mean, I love Batman. Yeah, well, I did the thing. Like somebody called me like a like a DC stand the other day. I'm like, I didn't even like the Batman. I no, didn't. I liked it. I didn't but like the, the Batman. The there was reality just that one. is the the Elseworld movies have the most potential to make yes. the most money. Well, I so. never thought they should connect the universes anyways. I thought they should have always left things separate. I don't think they're. I didn't. Th I never thought that there was any reason for them to make a connected universe when Marvel was already doing it. I like the idea of individual stories better. See, you don't need to make a cocaine bear cinematic universe. You can oh, have. There you go. You, you can you make, got to the same conclusion. You can all make on your a. Own. You can make a bunch of movies about drugged out animals that don't have to have anything. To do with one another i don't need the same bears to be in the next copyright one right that i don't need it's... the bears to be in the next one i need it to be a different animal 
Where the cubs are all grown up and they need to avenge their mother. Then it's a, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So what they could do. Why am I giving you ideas? They set, they set like park patrol, like uh, animal control after the mama bear because of what happened, right? And she gets put down and then the cubs go out and exact revenge against all the members of animal control that put down their mom. I like the the idea Chad had that um, the bear cubs take acid and they become like self enlightened and then becomes Yogi Bear. There you go. I mean, I, mean eh, I I don't want I don't want like I don't want like sark like that type of humor. I want it to be hyper violent. I just want humans being ripped to shreds by animals. I don't really want well, like then, I don't want weed bear or anything like what that. What was wrong with my French avant garde cocaine? Bear? Because you said you said killing French people like they in were the real. movie, bro. Oh, in the movie. Okay, yeah. then yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought you meant like actually kill the people. I was like, that's dark. Oh, well, I mean, that's projecting on your part. <laughs> they actually kill the French people. That's that's very bad. No, like, that, no. that would be illegal. Yes, it would. Well, and then the the animals would be put down anyways. So, all right, we got some super chats there, Mary. Andrew Jacobs said, I heard Tim say that he's hired one regular super chatter, so I'm just hoping to be the second piece. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He hired someone to super chat. I heard that. I That's did. Wow. real news. David Wilson said, attention, send a warning to Hawaii because Curtis is coming. Okay. I don't know what this means. Tigerginge66 said, sup every woman. <laughs> Hello. That, that's you. <laughs> That's, that's you. That's Danesy Poo. Joseph Lanius said, "This is for Dane's ears." And yay, creating a new meme. Who is they though? Who is they though? I don't know. Okay. These super well, chats are really throwing me <laughs> off today. I don't know what you're was talking that a sentence about. or I, a manifesto? Really, I don't know. I'm trying to interpret these the best way possible. Parnell said, we may not know for sure or see signs of significance, if any, but how much are you willing to bet under teens bought Ant-Man 3 tickets to see Cocaine Bear? Uh, would they have been allowed to buy them, given it was an R-rated movie? Probably. Those people never pay attention. Well, no, I thought they were saying they that... bought Ant-Man 3 oh, and then went tickets. to see... <laughs> <laughs> and then went and saw Cocaine Bear. I mean, that's not always possible if you go to some place with the science seating. Oh. I mean, how often do they check, though? Yeah. That's the thing. Potatoes for Seamus said, Meth Gator movie, Meth Gator the movie, Brett, can't wait for that one. Yeah, the, the Photoshop, the, the Photoshop cover it was great. Of it was great. Greg, do, I mean, that's like, the more complicated it is to administer the drugs if you are an animal yep. without reason, I mean, you could then the, the less likely it is. The, the, the gator could just eat the whole bag of meth. <laughs> yeah. Greg Duvier said, Marvel movies phase one, two, and three were well connected and you would miss something if you didn't see all of them. This current phase feels very disconnected. Yeah, that doesn't feel but like that there's seems any... like it's on purpose because they know that people will skip around which movies they see. And yet the average viewer doesn't really notice that things are missing, yeah. that certain yeah. details are missing because I mean, they, they're just there to turn their brains off. Well, they, plus the TV shows are integrated now too. They like, killed literally, the Literally, who has gun. the time? Who has the time to, to watch all of this content? Not I. I cannot imagine. They killed the flagship guy. Like, who cares anymore? Yep. Porco Rosso Forever said, Hey, yo, can't stick around because I'm driving an 18-wheeler and this is not safe. Just saying hi and glad that Marvel movies give you dread, Mary. <laughs> and he also said, uh, Mary, sometime back you joked about m making a 
working at Timcast parody video, making fun of cringy working at Google videos. Yeah. You should make that. Please do. You should. For Cass Castle or like just in general? Just make it on your on your. We Instagram. thought about it for, for Cass Castle, but I could still do it. Yeah. Well, let's hold off on the rest and we will come back. Okay. All right, guys, we're moving on. So Dove Cameron, uh, she is an actress and a singer. Uh, you may know her from, actually, I have no idea what the hell you would know her from. I know her because she played <laughs> Patrick Jane's teenage daughter in exactly one episode of The Mentalist in like 2010. She was a former but, Disney kid who was on that show Live and Maddie, which I was too old to have watched. But, before your um, time or after your time? It, yeah, it was after my time watching Disney Channel. I don't even think kids are watching Disney Channel anymore because they just watch Coco Melon and like other suspicious YouTube channels. But the pipeline yeah, now, now she them. is like trying her very hardest to have a rebellious phase, even though there's nothing left to rebel against. They always rebel in the most And you know that Miley ways. did it better than you anyway. Yes. So why even try? So the headline, the, head, the theme now is doing music videos about how good you're doing after your divorce. Yeah. That's like the meta. But she's not at that point yet. She she's too young divorced. for that. The headline, give her a week. The headline Miley, reads, Miley's is like try hard for though. Yeah. And Shakira did it too. Shakira's on like her third song is like, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like we believe you. The more, the more you have to say it, the less likely that <laughs> yep. proves to be true. The headline reads, Dove Cameron is making music for everyone except for straight men. <sighs> Here's, uh, At least she left race out of it. Yeah. Good for her. Progress. She, she's talking about like the type of environment she has at her concerts where she doesn't want to alienate listeners or potential concert attendees. Unless they're straight men. Um, it just sounds like a normal business strategy that you wouldn't want to alienate people. She said, you don't have to be a part of the queer community to come enjoy my music. It's my aspiration to make music that everybody can enjoy, except for straight men. Teehee. And there's no qualifying. <laughs> there's no context. That was all she said. And then they made it into the headline, of course, because they wanted to make it as inflammatory and as possible. You could possible. have easily made that. I saw another headline that says, Dove Cameron wants to make music for everyone. Well, that's the, the self-own in it is like you... Yes, you don't make music for straight men, but you don't make music for anyone because nobody listens to your music. It's completely <laughs> irrelevant. Uh, you don't make music for, for gay men or straight is, women mean, or anybody. But pop music, look, when, when young men make pop music, it's geared towards women. When young women make pop music, it's geared towards women. That women just overall that, like the, pop music. The pop music. More. And right now... Women are far more likely to end up, or I actually, I don't know if the, I can't back that up. It's like, is it like more, more, we women, do are, fake news here. more women are going through identity crisis at a, at a younger age now that would uh, predominantly, that may I put them know. in the LGBTQ If we're talking community. about identity crises, I think that's affecting young people on the whole. Yeah. Um, not just women, but I guess there's no way to really quantify that. I just miss the days when marketing would try to like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you reach for as many people as possible? Now they're like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you sector yourself off into the smallest subset of the smallest community possible? Because it, you know what it might be? No, but they think, dude, they think that is mass appeal. They think uh, white liberals would be like, huh, it's not for me. Guess I must support them. But you know what it might be? Yeah. Actually, it might be like, you know when you're like trying to build a social media following, like, like, uh, Kyle and, and 
South no. Park. No, there was that stand in South Park when when the kid when the prince and princess are outside his house. Uh, Kyle. It was it Kyle? Um, they always talk about how you have to find your niche. Like that's the big thing for for getting ahead in social media is you have to have a niche of a niche of some sort. You have to have some type of sub, uh, either a hobby or a, something that you can tap into that's your focus. And maybe that's just how they see this. They're just filling a niche for people to focus on. It's a filled niche, though. But it's ni- niche and niche are different, right? Which, yes, okay. they are. Uh, well, it's a filled niche. Yeah. Uh, so, so the idea is like, like, look. Uh, otherwise, you're just plain boring female musician who's not Billie Eilish number two. But now you can be plain boring who's not Billie Eilish number two who's gay. I've never heard a Dove Cameron song until you started playing a snippet it's so of bad. One this morning, and I thought that it was blatantly like a walmart brand version <laughs> of billy hey, eilish it was you leave walmart billy eilish who i don't even listen to or enjoy because it's just someone whispering at you can i ask a question <laughs> what is there a part where it breaks up into like a rap lyric briefly? no not in the song <sighs> she had like that'll be in the that'll be an album number two ah who who is on the song with her, Khalid? Yeah, there's He's always a rapper, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, is that Something? really rap? That's that's like I don't proto R and B. But like proto R&B. This is something wow. that Modern literally R&B. everyone is doing, but she's acting like she's bringing something new to the table because she's a man hater. Like all of her songs are about hating men. Imagine how much you have to not be on the internet to think that you're the first person doing that. <laughs> she has this this song um, called Breakfast that was like really like try hard edgy what um, is it about eggs talking about <laughs> yeah it's about like french toast or waffles or pancakes yeah. no but it's about like eating men like oh eating them and like with like <laughs> f- like really stupid like wannabe some real bell, bell curve like, stuff. yeah like there was not like any graphic violence or anything but there was this music video she made for it which was like politically charged uh because of roe v wade it's like a roe v wade inspired music video there's no way she wrote the song um well yeah i mean she seems like an industry plant but like if your shtick is being man hating and queer baiting and all you talk about is that and like how much you love abortion are you really all that interesting? It just seems like it's, a giant cope. It's literally every piece of media conceivable. And she's 27. Like, you're too old to even think that that's cool. You know? Is she 27? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, to me, this is one of those things where it's just like, you. if you make a thousand versions of it, you just, you. just there's a lot of people to reach, and you just find the subsect of those people that like her, right? Like you'll just find a couple, the 5,000 people that liked her from Disney Channel. Probably and, like Korean, like weeaboos or whatever. Koreaboos. Yeah. <laughs> All these yeah, that's what they are. Koreaboos. Because yep. she, she has like crazy amounts of plastic surgery to she's, the point where she looks unrecognizable. It's a shame. Like I was, I rewatched that episode of her where she was on the, mental, on the mentalist and she was just such a wholesome looking person back then. And now she's just, she had a unique face and then yeah. she got um, a bunch of injectables and she got a nose job and um, she got like the, the eye lift and everything yeah. and she looks nothing like she used to, which just shows like you're, you're trying to erase so anything by, unique so about yourself you mean to become she, what an industry wants you to be. By old, you mean she's just old for the genre she's picked for no, the No, I mean, the way she's I mean she, at 27, you should 
probably know that like being cool to 17 year olds isn't the pinnacle of your existence yeah but it's right? to, the goal isn't to be make it the pinnacle of her existence the goal for her is to make a lot of money not really unless I mean, you're pewdiepie that's uh, because she's actively alienating people that could like her music so it's not really about making as much money as possible she's already made her money it's just about um feeling like she is some kind of figurehead of uh it's like young blood you know like yeah. young blood like being a figurehead of this like underrated youth generation that's gonna change the world I or just, whatever i just feel like, like, like <laughs> I, we're gonna change the world i just feel like the same like, two gay guys are everyone's public relations <laughs> agents could be and they're like so this is what we're gonna do we're just gonna say it's not for straight guys yeah i mean how can you be so disconnected from from like something like from the zeitgeist like how do you like in order to to stand out you need to sort of be like maddie healy now yeah uh, basically and then you have to find out how you can toe the line and cross it every so often yeah where you like you're allowed to cross it every so often but not so much and then pull yourself back it's a harder game like you it's can only make fun of like effeminate liberal men in, in so far as you're self-deprecating for being one yeah like, like <laughs> as long as it reflects back on you that's fine which is actually perfect for them because they love they love they love self-flagellation so it's actually right up their alley yeah <laughs> they, i mean this girl also she was born to an acting coach and the ceo of a, yep. a trading company so your nepotism her guilt, baby, her guilt runs deep that I'm was sure. sewn into this industry yeah. from birth and you've done everything that they expected you to do and, and like the, you've performed the tasks thank you for your service and the industry is i'm sure instilled a lot of guilt for her being a privileged woman in the industry she's also white like, so yes. of course she can't say yeah. like except straight white males yeah she can only say straight men because yes. It's easier to adopt like the identity of being bisexual Actually, because you I don't, don't need to prove it. I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I think she would be. She would have been okay to just say straight white. They don't care if they they hate themselves like that. If, <laughs> if anything, she they, she could be called racist for saying this, for for not specifying straight white males. Yeah, I mean, like, I I've just been seeing more uh, like gay white people get hate for uh, thinking that their gayness outweighs their privilege. Their privilege of being yep. white. So it must be a very um, very. But she also way it, to live. increasingly with all of these plastic surgery procedures looks more racially ambiguous. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have enough data where we can finally solve for X. You know what I mean? Like we can finally solve like, okay, so white is minus this, <laughs> gay is plus yeah. this, lesbian is I know there have been attempts. Um, <laughs> Just no, run no a conclusive yeah. uh, system for it. But um, she kind of reminds me of like Ariana Grande, I guess. Like someone who can be molded into anything. Yeah, but uh, Ariana Grande seems, like, better at her job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she can, like, pretty much chameleon into any race yeah. and any music genre and any aesthetic. Yeah. Um, like, she is the definition of an industry plant because anyone can, any management team can pick her up and make her into something new. 
until they run out of cartilage to shave off of her face. <laughs> so it's a, this is her quote. She that says, was kind of dark. Sorry. This is her. This is her quote. Yeah. Has she gotten the bugle fat one yet? <laughs> Probably. She says, "I'm talking about heartache, but also about things like losing a parent at a young age, losing two of my best friends to really intense middle of the night phone calls, kind of deaths, eating disorders, and all of this stuff that I've never really been able to put to melody. Like these are all things that could be, if not universal, have a broader appeal than making your music about uh, sexual, like just just sexuality and who you can exclude. It just seems like there used to be an art about focusing on how to promote yourself. That would have been what we would actually call inclusive, but might have just been called uh, um, good marketing rather than that word. The thing is, I, I feel it's such a failed attempt because there's so many artists that are going along this line. But still, I think the, the highest paid actor is The Rock. And what is his strategy? Mass appeal. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want to be successful or do you want to be snooty? Been, I think he might have been passed up last year, though I don't remember by who. I don't know. That's, a, that's a quick Google. Jamie, look that up. Black Hi, Adam wasn't good for him. <laughs> no, it, it was wasn't not. a good outcome. I, I just, I want to like draw a comparison between like the Powerpuff Girls and Dove Cameron. Yeah. Because she, she's going to be playing Bubbles in the live action adaptation of Which Power has gone Puff through Girls. multiple in, uh, incarnations. Because got, CW. they made, they made a version that was apparently. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Okay, yeah. there you go. So uh, apparently they made a version of that pilot that was so bad. They basically buried it underneath the studio. They're I like, need Get to it see out of it. here. Yeah, I know I need that. to see that and Batgirl. But anyway, like. If you think about it, Powerpuff Girls, uh, the animated series, had so much popularity because it was just like genuine positivity and girl power and innocence mm -hmm. and like humor. Yeah. And it was so uncomplicated and not like mentally ill. Made at a time where things were just easier. Yeah. Yeah. Things were just simpler. And now, you know, it, we have one of the those characters being played by someone who made what she herself marketed as a an anti man anthem. Like you're so um, hateful inside that you don't have sugar spice or everything nice inside you it's, to to embody the character like that. It's funny. It, it, also, I, it's just contributing to this ever increasing pile of single millennial women that now have a bunch of songs to sing to themselves and their cats. It's not a hard, it's not hard to believe that like the pharmaceutical industry is like funding this, like let's keep them on antidepressants and buying cat food for the next hundred years. Oh, someone like this is just so like spiritually empty. Like uh, this other headline about her says, Dove Cameron said dying her hair brunette was a total yeah. identity <laughs> shift. I forgot about and that. And a reclamation <laughs> of her identity. Can you imagine, like, being such an empty person that you assign your entire identity as a person to your hair color? I can't imagine. It's kind of like... You're uh, so boring, and you don't even know that you're boring because everyone around you is celebrating you <laughs> and writing headlines about the fact that you dyed your hair. Like, uh, like she's taken that feeling you get when you go to school, to the first oh day of school gosh. with your with your new school clothes and you feel cool for the first she time in a long time it and was, adding like actual significance to it. It was a reclamation of deciding who I was versus who I felt I had to be. Wow. She felt like, she had to be blonde. The, as if the, the blonde bombshell is even, you know, the avatar of a hot woman these days. It's not anymore. Now it is the racially ambiguous Kim Kardashian lookalike. Yep. It's like Sam Smith. It was never Dove Cameron. Yeah. And huh. even even if it was, like, 
she she wasn't that when she was blonde. Isn't I mean, our blondes are doing fine, I think. I'm just saying the avatar of like the sexy woman in this country, at least, is no longer the blonde bombshell. I mean, in it's, Brad Dasovic's house, yeah, it's, it's definitely Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, it's the racially ambiguous uh, congresswoman, like hey. Kim Kardashian lookalike. That's like kind of stuffed into a sausage casing. Damn. <laughs> you know, the clothing or the or, or the or the skin, which one? Anyway, oh, I'm both. intrigued. Both. Yeah. The funny thing is what you were she talking said, about. She said I have I have genuine emotional pain attached to being a blonde. Okay, well. Like can you s just stop? Like come up with having a like a new an actual problem, like something a real suffering in life. I mean, all of this goes back to the fact that they people oh these days gosh. have no perspective about actual suffering, so they have to Roe v. Wade getting overturned was yeah. like literally the end of the world for them. Yeah. No, even the, if they had never gotten abortion. It was the best day of their lives, I'm sure. <laughs> Because they get to talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, new to reason to about. complain, oh, yes. God. Yeah, it's like, finally. Ugh. It's funny what you're saying about the Powerpuff Girls, because I've been watching I've been watching this show called The Pretender from, like, 1996. It's very cheesy. It's amazing. And there's this character in it named Miss Parker, and she is the most... If you made this show even 10 years later, it would be the most insufferable character in the entire world. She's extremely like mass. She, she's beautiful, but she like she acts domineering. She's cold. She's callous. She's she's not snark. Maybe that's why because she's not snarky. She's just rude. And it's like in today's day and age, you expect them to be snarky and rude rather than just rude. But she's like everything that you expect the what Hollywood makes these strong women characters to be now. But it's somehow less insufferable just because it was made in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's how they respond to her or it's because it was less common at the time. There's just something less annoying. But all of these people want to be able it's to do. It's less triumphant. That's the thing. Yes. The tone of it is less like I wonder how bullying. Many, yeah. I wonder how many comedies in the future are going to be about older women that are ragging on their girlfriends for having kids and they can't go out at night and go to MILF Island or something. <laughs> what, Dove Cameron will star in that in, in 15 years. I mean, most certainly. What if she doesn't have a kid, though? Well, she's no, the, the other point. She, yeah, yeah she's, the, she's the one that stars in it because she's the oh. one ragging on the people with kids, like okay. Chelsea Handler. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess Chelsea Handler wasn't ragging on people with kids. She was ragging on... I mean, she kind of was, though. In every way, except for explicitly saying. I mean, if, if ever a cope, that was one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Super Chats. DD Mega Doodoo said, IMDB, all hosts of PCC are fluent in Italian. Uh, I mean, according to something that this I saw once, news. this is true. Zach Oliver said, love the show. Very proud of the job you guys are doing. A much needed service for sure. Mary looks beautiful today. Thank you. I almost said thank you because <laughs> he, he said love thank the show you. part first uh that that would have been slightly weird would it not but i was like oh thanks that that would have been fantastic but yes thank you for watching the show dash fortune said the worst thing about watching cocaine bear was easily the promotions for other movies the bob ross thing would have been great had they referenced sniping oh also like did, there what? was there was an amazing i forgot about the bob ross reference wait what what references? Uh, well, I mean, I, the reference he's talking about is Bob. There was the scene with like wannabe Bob Ross in the movie. God, um, but there was also. Did you see the meme that says like the the other coke the other coke bear mad that this one got a movie? and It's the Coca Cola bear, 
reaching for his uh, his bottle of Coke and says uh, the other Coke bear mad that the cocaine bear got a movie. Dude, I'm sorry. We, we just like passed the crisis meter, so I'm terrified. It's not. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary in a different way, Dane. It's, okay. it's scary because well. it tells you about the all of the evil people behind the scenes that are it's, running the world. It just Psychological tear away, yeah, not as a jump scare. It's a, it's a conspiracy. One that will like stay with you for the rest of the day. Okay, yep. well. <laughs> Darth Dozna said, just finished episode... Uh, wait, what? Three, uh, three eleven. Eleven. Dane was already my favorite co-co-host, but his comments on Meryl Streep cemented it for me. Based. She just hits me every type of wrong. Glad I'm not the only one. Brett, Mary, thank you as always. I have like no opinion on. I mean, I don't watch any of her movies. I know that so. she was in this movie called Doubt, uh, yeah. where she like plays a nun that is just so convinced to her core that this priest she knows is a. PDF, mm. and she she'll tell anyone about it, but she like can't find any evidence. And she at the end of the movie, like this guy has to like get relocated or something. Is he actually? Do they ever answer the question? No, no, they never oh. answer the question. But it's it's kind of implied that he was innocent almost. Well, but then, she like noticed that he had like long fingernails, and she was like, "It's weird that he has long fingernails." <laughs> and and then at the end, she's like. But I just have such doubts. Like, <laughs> like did, that's uh, why it's called. Mer Meryl Streep is like Ryan. What, what's his name? The guy from Mint Mint Mobile now. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, she's like Ryan Reynolds. She just plays. She? she just plays herself in every movie. But isn't it's so effing annoying. So I Do you watched, remember that no. selfie she was in with Ellen and Jennifer Lawrence? She was in it. And. I brought, blocked uh, it out of my memory. Dude, I, it was I, like Brad Pitt was in it. Angelina Jolie was in it. I know what you're talking it. about. Who took it? Was uh, it Bradley Cooper? Oh, the, the one from the award show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like okay. an awful just set of fluoride stairs. Here's a funny thing. I watched um, Safe House over the weekend. It was a movie I suggested people to watch. I think I suggested it two weeks ago. So like, I'm going to watch it. I, I told people to watch it. I should watch it again. Ryan Reynolds, and I never noticed this when I'd seen the movie in the past, he's like, it's like he's trying to play an adult version of himself that doesn't sound like a, like a weird, like he's playing his own character. So he's like, he's talking like Ryan Reynolds, but he's talking like Ryan Reynolds, like he's serious. Like he, he doesn't have the same cutesy voice that he does in yeah. all his roles now because the movie came out in 2012. Maybe it's because it's like a, it's like a CIA movie where him and like he's a, uh, Denzel Washington gets attacked in a- <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's very conspiratorial. It is very conspiratorial. It's like you get the graphics going over it and everything. Sorry, I'm like. <laughs> what the hell? I, I had fun. It, it, that, theoretically, as the week goes on, we can talk over that one more. Okay. Wow. Like, wow. Uh, that, that, that was the idea behind that one. But yes, it's very conspiratorial, guys. I, I feel like this one is just to get me. Like to lower my guard, then and then the next, the next one, one is... the next one's gonna be like Cookie Crisp or something. That, that, I don't know. That could be well. Well, I I, I am gonna be trying Cuckoo to get for Cocoa Puffs. I am gonna try and get Phil to do a special. Oh God! No. Pop culture crisis. <laughs> He's screen. gonna yell. Yeah. Um. So we will yeah. we will see how that goes. Also, in the movie Doubt, is the idea that the that like he he puts like he he goes through it because he understands like he accepts that that's the suffering that he has to go through. Like, he can't defend himself. It's not like you can defend yourself against accusations that you can't prove. I bet you won an Oscar. Yeah, I... Um... In the chat, they're saying it was innocent. 
Wait, what? In the chat, they're saying he was innocent. Somebody in the chat said that he was innocent. Well, it's in never movie. like it's never said explicitly. Said you yeah. don't, you never know. Yeah. Um, but he is kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. There's an episode of... <laughs> like, what do you do when a priest is innocent, but he's kind of a weirdo? There's an episode of Bones <laughs> where she calls, like, Jesus a zombie, and he goes, Jesus is not a zombie! <laughs> but, like, they, they do an episode with a priest where, like, uh, they try to, like, he, he's not guilty of anything, but they have to do one scene where they try to cast suspicious on him, a suspicion on him, so they, like, have him, oh like, gosh. teaching, like, a, like, he teaches boys wrestling, which is apparently code for, like, he could be, like, a, a PDF file. It's 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 really funny. I love just, how you guys skate around saying yeah, that word. That was her. She she came up with PDF file. That's but a good one. Did you guys see that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's like a waiter? Waiting? What is it called? Oh, it's called Waiting. It's called Waiting. That's yes. Hilarious. Oh, it is? Yes. Yeah. I, well, me good? and me and Chet yes. are debating what was peak Ryan Reynolds, and that that, that is pe that Van Wilder is, is it funny? Is it supposed to be a comedy? Yeah, it is. That, that, no, the rest of our movie is pretty funny. Uh, and Van Wilder is probably peak Ryan Reynolds as well. There's this it's uh, peak Tara Reid at least. There's yeah, I know right. There's also a great cameo from Sophia Bush in that movie where he, where he goes. Uh, uh, oh my god! So she she's like trying to hit on him after he breaks up with Tara Reid and like in the movie, and he goes he goes, "How old are you, Sally?" She's like old enough to know that I'm jealous of that Gwen because she like she doesn't know the lyrics to some song, and he's like, "How old are you, Sally?" Was Sophia Bush is in that. Sophia movie? Bush, yeah, she's the she plays the girl uh, who like hits on him when he gets drunk after him and uh, her break up. Yeah, mm. it's, it's just funny because in that movie he's really old because he's been at college for seven years. <laughs> yep. Spaghetti Warrior said Lenten Maria has a slightly new vibe. It's nice, softer, and your eyes look bright. Your voice sounds calmer. How is your Lenten fast going? Well, it's not Lenten. <laughs> it's it's, all, it's the Mark Wahlberg. It's the Mark 40 Wahlberg day. forty day challenge. I am having a rough go. Of She's the all Mark full of energy though. Forty day challenge. <laughs> I asked her to throw me a protein bar. She like smacked bread in the face. Like I don't one. know my own. <laughs> she strength. overshot it. Um, she, also, um, jacked. The, uh, wait, what was the, so huh? it's somebody else tweeted, I'm calling Lent the 40, the Mark Wahlberg 40 day challenge. Somebody that's else. That's what it is from now yeah, on. Yeah, that's what it is. Based. I, if, if I seem calmer, it's just because. You're tired. I'm, yeah, like Lack I, of I'm malnourished and. You're nourished now. You used to only eat carbs. Sophia Bush, by the way, guys, is apparently <laughs> like, though she has apparently really bad TDS, is also like a conceal and carry holder and like very pro 2A. Pretty so hot. that's very, uh, that's like a contradiction in terms in, way, in a way. Yeah, it's air supply, all out of love. He's, he's playing, I'm all out of love. I'm so lost. And then she's like, what's that song? He's like, how old are you? Remember so when they made... Uh, Oh God! They did like a Van Wilder spinoff, and it was the guy uh, with uh, Cash um, Patel or something. Cash Patel? No, no, it's it's um, what's his name in the in the movie? Oh my God! Did I just say a Trump? <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like, what? Cash Patel? His name's. <laughs> Uh, it's, 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 you've been working on IRL it's, it's for Taj. too long. It's, it's Taj. Uh, that would have been based though. Imagine like, the movie Cash for They made a sequel called The Rise of Taj or something like that mm -hmm. that nobody saw. That's with. Uh, I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. That's with. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude from House. The dude. Yeah, the one that kills himself in House. Yeah, the, the dude who commits. That was so. It's, you know why that was? Yeah, because he was hired by Obama. Yeah, he went to work for the Obama administration. And so they. <laughs> so they killed his character off. And they thought he was working for Hillary, so yeah. they confused Damn. it. <laughs> DD Mega Doodoo said, "Mary, can you say a okay a dingai, my baby?" 
in an Aussie accent. I can't believe also, I just good luck on your Mark Wahlberg 40 day challenge. It's sticking. AKA Lent. It's sticking. Thank you. Yes, guys, it's Calpen. It's uh, it's Calpen. That's the <laughs> name of the actor. Dumb. I just couldn't remember it on the off the top of my head. I wanted to say Kamel Nanjiani, but that's a different actor. No. BMF Nate Dog sent us a couple dollars without a message. Thank you. Let's sell off on the rest and we will come back. Okay. All right, guys, we're moving on. So Hogwarts Legacy is literally too busy to... Whoever's making this game is too busy to actually watch this podcast because they're literally trying to escape from a vat of money right now. They've made $850 million in just two weeks, which proves to you to never listen to weirdos on the internet when they tell you to boycott something. Yeah, ever. Apparently just, you should court bigots. It's I have a money. question, though. Like, why would Quidditch not be in the game? I don't know. Uh, like they, of all things, I, I think if I were making a game about being a Hogwarts student, Quidditch would be number one on the list. You'd think they'd want to play it, right? They, you can ride brooms. Like, you can fly, right? But yeah. you can't play Quidditch at the same time. Like, there's no... I don't know. I don't really get that. But yeah. it does seem like a cool game from the outside. 12 million units and $850 million. That's legendary. And it's just funny, wow. too, because I've gotten messages from people that have no interest in any of this stuff who are like, I've heard about this game. They heard about it because of the hate. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is all of the, these activists don't know. They're actively helping J.K. Rowling. Yep, they are. You know what's interesting, though? Um, there's a speedrunning organization. It's called Awesome Games Done Quick. And it's a lot of the organizers are trans. And they ban speedruns of Hogwarts Legacy. How Can't do you speedrun Hogwarts Legacy? I, I, well, now you can't. Yeah. Is there a way to finish the game? I'm sure. Huh. Okay. So it says, We are so thrilled to, uh, thrilled and proud to see the player's response to Hogwarts Legacy from gamers. Fans who are new to gaming and reviews around the world, said David Haddad, uh, Haddad president of Warner Brothers Games. Uh, the funny thing is, I wonder if this is going to lead to them to making like more games that will just not have the same... like. It's not going to translate. The success. Oh, they think it's like, oh, it's because we did such great work yeah. on this game. And like, they did do good your, work. Your but hard that's... work helps, obviously. But yeah. it's it's funny because, you know, for J.K. Rowling's uh, complete, you know, non-involvement with the making of this game, she's totally the reason why it's it's so talked about. I mean, I don't know if she was not involved. At the not very involved, least, yeah. you can give her credit for the amount of pre-orders they had on it. Yep. That was unprecedented. Yep. So the, the game is doing extremely well. People are streaming it. People are playing it. There were lists created to prevent people to try and scare people out of streaming it, which is insane, if you ask me. Things they, they wouldn't admit are campaigns for like mass reporting yeah. on Twitch. Which is funny too because those are the same people who always talk about coordinated hate groups and coordinated movements to stop like them from doing things. Like stream sniping yeah. and, yep. and they, they're the ones that say things like review bombing and they say all these things when it suits them and their story. Uh, and to be fair, a lot of people are like buying multiple copies of this game because they're crazy. <laughs> How do you buy multiple copies of a digital game? 
Uh, well, you you have to buy one if like you get, digitally for You'd more have to buy for multiple it, people. Yeah, buy physical copies, yeah. multiple signs. Yeah. Hey, Chad, buy me a, buy me that game. Well, it's because all of these haters are buying the physical copies so that yeah. they can sledgehammer it and then post the, the results. <laughs> Take the that, you incels! That is the Take biggest self-owned. I mean, it's like I'm I'm dumb, so I bought this game that I didn't really want, and then I found out in 2023 that J.K. Rowling happens to be transphobic, yeah. and then I totally changed my mind, and then I destroyed. It for clout on sure the I pur purchased it for uh, for full price but I'm yeah. not playing it they're like the one that was like the picture was like <laughs> it was definitely like the deluxe edition like he he bought the physical copy of Hogwarts Legacy in 2023 had no idea that JK Rowling had controversial opinions but, but, but was also extremely online enough to have found out and cares enough after about buying the, the game and cares enough about that issue that they somehow didn't know about it beforehand like, but care enough about it to destroy the copy afterwards that's not a real thing or you were just you know trying to get some some virtue points on twitter so i mean my hope would be that they bought it uh second hand at least i don't think so <laughs> unlikely and then not just this guy so this kind of goes without saying right like so the the show i'm sorry the the game does extremely well it's nearly made a billion dollars which means it's going to make a hell of a lot more than the the headline the initial headline i saw said that it made more than wakanda forever made in its entire run and at it's, the theaters. it's going to make more than Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, and it's way more popular than anything to do with Fantastic Beasts, which is arguably, you know, has more J.K. Rowling involvement. So it's like, and Universal Studios is doing fine, but it's not like people are lining. I guess, I guess it's a lot harder, harder to virtue signal a trip to... To, to not go to like I'm gonna go to Universal Studios and then not go in also but the, the greatest thing about this is it shows how ineffective these losers are yeah oh yeah well, well I mean, they're extremely effective at bringing about the exact result that they didn't want yes well, <laughs> I guess well, they're maybe, extremely effective at sabotaging their own activism maybe that was on purpose maybe maybe these are actually people that are just really big JK Rowling tr and big fans of transphobia who are now pretending to be anti-transphobia so to sell a lot of copies of a video game dude the the only trans person I know literally on Twitter was like um yeah oh wait I'm having a lot of fun with this game yeah and I'm sure she knew about it so. she had to have yeah right? so like, it's I mean you have to realize that your individual purchase of this game doesn't impact anyone but yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. Let me let me try to like reason this out. Give it a shot. Like, guys, uh, there are some things that I wouldn't support with my money. Okay. Like that. I guess that is the truth for everyone, right? There yeah. are some companies you won't buy from. I'm not going to Waffle House. Why is that? Fair enough. Because. Mary, okay, we, I'm uh, saying like, are there are there companies you won't give your money to for ideological reasons, or reasons that are like this this company is involved in things that are against my morals, therefore I won't give them money. And it's Probably. not like it's not like any of these people that are doing this aren't tweeting this from an iPhone where slave labor is yeah. used to make their I phone. Mean, these days, you really can't even exist without directly funded companies that enslave or torture people or I saw great, are involved in like nefarious I saw like I don't know a great video the other day where this girl talks about how like every time she buys a purse she has to like justify it to other women she's like if you buy this kind of purse you then have to justify why you didn't buy it. it's like if I buy an expensive purse they say why do you need such an expensive purse if I buy a cheaper purse they say why do you like they literally she talks about everything that you choose to do 
anything you choose to buy. She's like, okay, what well, if you go and you buy a purse from a thrift store? Why are you taking something away from people who need, you know who need the resources more than you? Exactly. There's nothing that you can do in the developed world that can't be frowned upon that by the biggest losers. Won't get yeah, mad it's, exactly. Okay, so it's not. I don't exactly boycott a brand, but more the the product that I consistently boycott is any movie or series adaptation of a video game. I will not watch. That's a fantastic okay. segue, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> did you know that they're actually going to be supposedly making a Hogwarts Legacy TV series reportedly in the works at HBO? I mean, that kind of goes without saying. I don't know if it's going to reach the it's same level of gay, success. It's just going to be gay, 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 trans, gay. In, in trans. Gay, like, and they'll make it super trans. That, that would actually be really funny, and then it does really, really well, and then no, the, the people who it hated the well. No, but I'm saying, but if it does, but then the people who hate the game can't figure out, are they allowed to support this or not? <laughs> I mean... No, they'll, they'll be like, like those trans perfect, people are white supremacists. This, this TV show seems like the perfect vehicle for ideology if you hate J.K. Rowling, yep. but you work for HBO Max. They're like, let's, let's insert it in here so uh, that we can, so they can stick it to, to J.K. Rowling. Despite her... I, yep. But I don't know how much control she would have over that anyway. I think she would have a lot of control over it. It says that it's going to focus on Hogwarts in the same time frame that Hogwarts Legacy is in. So, like, prior to the books, obviously, prior also to Fantastic Beasts spinoffs. I don't know. I think that HBO is, like... Kind of spending their goodwill on like video game adaptations very quickly. So I given, don't trust given how much you be, love, given how much you love The Last of Us, this is going to be like, well, it's different, right? Because Hogwarts Legacy, it's you're not like experiencing characters. Like, there's no protagonist of yeah. Hogwarts Legacy other than yourself. So it's different. They'd but, have to come up with a compelling person to to lead the show. But what's the what's the common perception of The Last of Us? That it's like captivating. The game or the TV show? No, the show. The show. I mean, it's hard to tell because the internet is so much different from real life. Um, well, from what you could tell. Uh, I mean, the, from what I. It's see, the most it's, popular yeah. show on HBO Max, and people are acting like it's magnificent, magnificent because they don't have another option of something to watch, and they have low standards. But. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it is popular. Is it well acted, words. though? No. Pedro Pascal acts well in the show. The rest of that, it is meh. That's what I was guessing. He's yeah. literally fine. It's, like, not I mean, but you're hard amazing. to please. You're not. I'm, I'm not hard to please, actually. Like, eh, I really, you are. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on yeah, that. You I, think, I think you're hard like, to please. Am I hard to please because I think that this show sucks? No, I, I think in general. Because the show you, does objectively suck. I well, think that you are a harder critic to yeah. please than me. I mean, well, that's for sure. I, yeah. I'm just not going to watch something that... Is objectively ass. Um, well, that's uh, yeah, hard. Like that's hard not to that's not hard to please. It just means that. Yeah, it but sucks. you think, but you you uh, you like it objectively. You believe that more. You believe that most stuff is dog shit. Yeah. Mm, not really. I mean, if it were really? average, I would say it's average, <laughs> but it's awful. I, I think there are certain. I think I give things fair shots. They're awful. That, that I give things a chance. You know. Um. Uh, like I, I watched the first season of The Witcher in, in full because I wanted to give it a, a fair chance, and I didn't think it was awful, but I thought it was like men. I thought it was boring. Yeah. Um, you know? But also, uh, they're they're also going to be doing a supposedly a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child adaptation, bringing back the original actors. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if that will actually end up going through. Will they even want to work with <laughs> J.K. Rowling? 
I don't I mean, know. Come on, like dude. I know that I know that uh, what's her name won't want to. Who? Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Like she, yeah, she will. Dude, don't they don't what, hate her who's at asking all Emma behind Watson the scenes. about this? Well, because I'm saying because they're going to make Hermione. yeah, she's Hermione. Like they're going to make a, a cursed uh, child adaptation with the original actors supposedly, and I don't know if they will actually be able to pull that off. Because will they actually want to come back? No, I don't know. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe is literally like a corpse that they trot out for for like Trevor Project. Yeah. Uh, press releases like he's, he's literally he always looks very like an meh. instrument yeah he always looks very meh to me like he's like he wanted to be robert pattinson but he's not robert pattinson that guy he needs... wanted to be robert he, he doesn't pattinson? he doesn't have robert pattinson's sense of humor to me when okay that's because robert pattinson's based and he played final fantasy yes he did when that, robert pattinson played cedric were they the same age i don't know no i think he's robert pattinson's older by a little bit okay not maybe not by much because it would be funny if they were the same age and Danny Radcliffe just looks like he's 12 yeah <laughs> no. and Robert Pattinson has just like looked the same for over a decade he's a you he's can't a dude Chad's saying like recast her you can recast Hermione um, with, with, you can recast recast her with a black woman yeah oh, there, are, right. then, you, then you can't complain so you're stuck like if you complain like, about that then you're racist yeah. well no it's like my what i the, the the belief i've long held is that the the left will understand the hatred of of swapping characters when they finally do make uh harry potter black no not anymore uh no. I, not anymore no I no think they're no, after so, the... like, psychotically dedicated to the message that they would applaud it no, they, dude, the only way to, to do this is a white Black Panther. <laughs> like, that'll be the only way. I, I, like, I, that, I, this is a step too far. White, white blade. Ryan Reynolds, that's Black Panther. Honestly, like, what no, Marvel make, character make... hasn't been race swapped at this hey, point? Hey, guys, Wakanda Forever. You could, huh? you could make Ryan Reynolds Blade because Ryan Reynolds was in the original Blade trilogy. Oh, there we go. He was in, he was in uh, Blade Trinity. So you could do that. And then he could come back and play Blade, and it would be it would be awful. So, are people really mad about the goblins being oppressed in Hogwarts Legacy? Uh, well, no. Or is this just like a meme? It's because they think that the they've long since that it was a Jewish that they said that it was uh it was supposed to be is because they made them they goblins think that with about long the noses. movies. But yeah. why are they? Oh, saying I no it idea. follows through to, to the game just because you fight goblins in the game. Those people are just going to complain about literally everything. <laughs> like, there, there isn't a, like a person who complains about that is going if to complain about literally everything. If you want to be in solidarity everything. with your trans and Jewish mutuals on Twitter, then you shouldn't play the game. Mutual. Like, look, I'm like, so sick of... Your only community is your mutuals on Twitter. People that you hate other you stuff should be with. embarrassed people that you hate other things with that's how like you get along you're like hey you want to go hate something with me yeah like, that's literally me and get in, friendship. get in guys let's <laughs> hate stuff together it is not we hate the same things like so, 95 percent. the the hogwarts legacy series has more room to to maneuver though <laughs> like I'm, I'm assuming that a hogwarts legacy series has more room to maneuver story-wise which which is right which means it's ripe to be like manipulated and turned into something for the exactly. message for people. I was thinking, you know, either you come up with a character in Hogwarts Legacy that you want to base it off of and then ruin that character or you come up with a new one yep. and then make it like gay, 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 gay. That's what they'll do. That's what they'll do. <laughs> All right. We got a couple of super chats there, I believe. 
Dash Fortune said, Bob Ross, like Mr. Rogers, were both snipers in Vietnam. The painting was Bob's what? method oh. of coping with his PTSD. What? Mr. Rogers was also a based badass. Also, did you, have you seen that clip that goes Bob around? Bob Ross was a sniper? I didn't no know. way. I don't believe this, but I, I will. This up. I, Seriously? Have you ever seen that? So awesome. Have you have you seen that clip of um, imagine of uh, Mr. Rogers saying like boys are boys and girls are oh, girls? Yeah. Like, yeah. like eventually that will get him in in deep trouble. I'm sure. Was the hair to stabilize the gun? He would like <laughs> set it on his hair like boom. Or no? Maybe like he like he drew out detailed pictures of like where he was going to <laughs> where he was going to be setting up his uh, his perch. That's how he studied landscapes. It's, it's, yeah. every, it's every place yes. he killed. It's like, every place he killed someone. All his landscapes are like they has like why is there like like in every single one of them there's just a red a big red oh blotch God. and they never understood why the big red blotch was there. Uh. Now we know why. It's a happy little red blotch. Yep. And if you mess it up, don't worry. Don't <laughs> <laughs> always try again. <laughs> James Moore sent twenty dollars without a message. Thank you. Thank you. BMF nice. Nate Dog said. The Voices is peak Ryan Reynolds. I didn't see that. Uh, but to me, peak Ryan Reynolds will always be... Like, I feel like Van Wilder is the one that set the tone for his whole career. His, his like, yeah. YouTube name is... Or his, like, his Instagram handle is, like, Van City Reynolds or something like Dude, that. Dude, everyone was Van Wilder for a while after that movie. Yeah. It was, like, the ultimate psyop after Friends, that garbage show. That, that, <laughs> movie, is, that movie is great. It's like, uh, when he talks about how uh, he's, like... He had a friend who told him, like, don't take life too seriously. It's not like you'll ever get out alive. And, like, that was, like, the, the reporter who, like, was, like, worked for the same, like, newspaper that she worked for. I have a close friend that he, he was, like, the Puerto Rican equivalent of Van Wilder. That's like, awesome. Dude, he, honestly, he ruled. Like, he, he was my roommate, and he was my sister's age, so he was, like, four or five years older than me. He was a legend on campus. And he, he got an engineering degree. And then he got a an MD. Wow. He just loved college. What a guy. Rafa, what's up? Why not? Bill said, Dane, you ready for Survivor 44? Hell yeah, dude. Obviously. Of course you, you are. You ready? I'm not. Okay, well, get ready. I'm not. It's happening. Parnell said, watch Buried starring Ryan Reynolds. Mary will enjoy it just for the ending. Okay. Dominus. <laughs> it's dark you'll love it okay that, i say that to her all the time it's it's dark you'll love it yep i don't like dark things it looks stupid things spaghetti warrior said to struggle for godly purposes is good brava maria thank you and one more and then we will move on is this i can't tell if this is tiger ginge or tiger ging i can't tell or yeah but whoever you are said Quidditch will be an insanely profitable DLC if they're smart. So that's planned out. That's like scheduled, but like behind oh, the I, scenes, maybe. Uh, I just thought that was so obvious that you should put that in the in the game. Yeah. But oh. you're right, maybe. All right, let's save the rest and we will come back afterwards. All right, guys, we're moving on. So The Last of Us uh, Episode 7 came out uh, yesterday. Me and Mary reviewed it today. In fact, I asked you guys in the chat if you guys caught our Episode 7 review. And it says uh, 79% say no, but they will after they finish this episode of the show. So that is good. So you should check that out. Um, It is exactly what you expected it to be. Let's let's give a little bit of a breakdown here. The idea is that just like in Episode 3, there is an enormous detour off off the path of the show 
in which you have to see Ellie go into a mall with a girl she was in love with Don't back worry. in the day. If they, they go on a detour, it's always for something really important like gayness. Yes, that's exactly what they, <laughs> To focus on gay characters who are dead. You don't get any you're of never that with, see again. Um, you never, you don't get that with Tess. You don't get a full episode of Joel and Tess uh, bonding together because that's too straight. So you get this whole episode and of course it's virtue signaling to the highest levels and uh, the actress they've got is an actress named Storm Reed who plays Riley. Uh, funnily enough, I mentioned this in the review, she played a character named Riley on, an, uh, on a random episode of NCIS Los Angeles back in the day and she was far more likable back then when she was a kidnap victim that LL Cool J had to rescue. Way cooler. So it says, Storm Reed and Bella Ramsey tell the fans to take it or leave it over the gay storylines in the show. Obviously, we remember that Bella Ramsey has already made that statement here, right? Uh, she said that quite a while ago. Uh, so Storm Reed is representing queer young women. Like Bella said when episode three came out, if you don't like it, don't watch, Reed told EW. We are telling important stories. We're telling stories of people's experiences and what I live, and that's what I live for. That's what makes good storytelling because we are telling stories of people who are taking up space in the world. Bodies in space. Just, just taking up space, apparently. This is, the, this is the leftist language of bodies in spaces yep. that we can't escape, even when we're trying to watch escapist entertainment. Black and brown bodies. Literally black and brown gay underage girls bodies so, so this is the, the the quote continues she says i'm not only representing women i'm representing young black women and i'm representing uh, young queer women that are experiencing new feelings and new relationships i am so sick to death of the narcissism of hollywood to think that you get anointed the position of being somebody who gets to like do you know how hard it is to represent this country in the olympics and that's just a country you're representing an entire race and gender of people you're that's so insane tiresome no. That's insane. So it says, uh, so it says uh, I'm sure people are going to have things to say on Sunday, but I don't care because I'm proud of what we did and I'm proud of the story we told and I'm proud of the people that we're representing. They're not proud of the story they're told. They're proud of the message that the story, of the, that the message portrays, despite the story not being told well. She's saying that the intrigue of this episode is the tightrope of friendship and having a crush. Or is it a crush? Is it just flirtatious energy? There's so much that goes into the complexity of the of this episode and furthermore the complexity of what, what Ella, Ellie line. and Riley's relationship is. <laughs> I find it so beautiful. Wow, that is the stupidest line yep. I have experienced in my entire life. I love that this person their idea of depth was are they dating or are they just flirting? Yeah, like when they it's showed the um, same. When they showed Ellie in her God. gym class doing laps and then that girl comes up to her and takes her Walkman or whatever and they get in a fight, I was like, why are they trying to make this into a teen drama? Yeah. Like that's, it's a, it's an, a post-apocalyptic zombie show and you're trying to show me like teenage girls fighting in high school and getting catty and then like going on a date at a mall like it's, I gave a, it's them literally the, like trying so hard to be a teen drama i gave them the pass on episode three 
twice in 10 episodes when you've only got 10 episodes to do. Ten no, thank is too you. many already. Uh, two, three darts is too much. That's a Ace Ventura reference. If anybody remembers, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a detour. It's, it's a lack of actual storytelling, meaning that they could have cut this episode down by half and still included Joel and done this as flashbacks. Ugh. And it would have been perfectly fine. And you would have still moved the other story I mean, forward. You didn't it's need to show everything. No, like, you didn't. The whole flashback, it shows them just like walking around, looking around. Like it just lingers on the most irrelevant things. Ellie staring at bras. it showed them like playing every round of the street fighter game oh yeah they play mortal kombat Um, yeah they play mortal kombat Kombat too but they wouldn't just show like a montage of them doing things and move on it had to take up the entire episode plus they aged them up and gave them alcohol which just feels like i'm watching like the adult showrunners hand 17 year olds alcohol and tell them like make out turn on the camera do it like that's what it feels like i'm watching yep. um, it feels creepy and, and my big issue with the with the show is like they don't talk like teenagers going <laughs> through the apocalypse they talk like 30 year old hollywood they writers. talk like they're talking to an audience yeah they say like a teenager going through the apocalypse with limited education wouldn't be saying propaganda and fascist dick bag it's just not maybe dick bag but they're they're maybe. not saying yeah, I don't like know. they're they're not using fascist. they're not using 2022 buzzwords yeah. like you don't even know history there's no political systems is. karen we're dying like yeah. it's so stupid like i don't even know if the showrunners know what fascism is it's why it's better to to go back and watch oh i sorry i was re-watching jericho this weekend oh man you want to watch a better end of the world type show like it language in shows like this used to be more fluent uh and uh timeless so you you didn't talk in words that were very current year, right? And I think the internet has a lot to do with this. The prevalence of how much of our like like back in the day, your like how you spoke was kind of dictated by who you spent your time with. Now you spend your time with a lot of people who say the same buzzwords. Therefore, it's creeping into the dialogue that's written for these shows. Like back in the day, using the word fascist used to mean something when they said it on a television show. Now I'm just like. I could go to a coffee shop and hear this word 35 times or see it on, left. A, on a placard yeah. at some bar in a college town. Exactly. No word triggers me more than discourse. <laughs> when you hear discourse, you know you're about to hear the shittest take of all time after that. Yeah. Like, discourse? Yeah. I don't like rhetoric I mean, either. Ellie, Rhetoric's, Ellie yeah, could have things. objected to Storm's, uh, what was her name in the show? Riley. Riley's. Um, joining the fireflies without using language like that like that's like she's like you don't even like she's like you join a cause that i don't even think you fully understand I'm like kids don't talk like that yeah no they don't like I mean, she would care more that riley is leaving town yeah. than anything yeah um, like that would that would be her later. concern like why are you leaving me yeah exactly and, and of course the the actresses because they're actresses in the year 2023 they're not allowed to just be like hey i'm proud of this show i'm really proud of the work we did no they have to tell you that if you don't like it you shouldn't watch it which by the way guys just watch our reviews you shouldn't you shouldn't watch it if if they're talking to you like this look i've given it passes and, and to be fair i like pedro pascal's work in the show but just like with comic book artists who say if you don't like my politics don't buy my books if you can't find a way to be somewhat magnanimous 
and uh, and middle of the road when you're marketing these shows, it proves that you don't know what you're doing. It's just insane. Everyone's a, a terrible writer yeah. because it's the only character available is a diehard progressive. Yeah. You know, because as as Batman is beating the hell out of Joker, he's respecting his pronouns. It's it has nothing. It's so untangled from reality. Yeah. It's like. In a world where everyone has the same political opinions, yeah. this thing happened. It's like, what, what the hell is going on? I, it's just a repetition of the normal antagonistic language that we're used to. Storm Reed is just re repeating all of the points that uh, Ellie had made in her GQ cover. Yeah. And um, this headline even is antagonizing the audience more than Storm Reid ever did, saying that she isn't concerned with homophobic The Last of Us fans. <sighs> the The inclusion of the word fans here just says so much. Yeah. Because you could just say viewers or, like, like anything else but The Last of Us fans. Because, I mean, the fans are the ones who are giving it the most charitable interpretation, who want to give it the most chance. Yep. Yeah. And you're actively alienating them. Also, they're not homophobic. They're homo exhausted. Nah, that's a good. That's a good term. Like they're just they're just exhausted of the constant. Yeah, they're uh, just yeah. yeah. There was um Zach did a video recently where he talked about like they did like a some DC like comics thing where they're talking about like the what are the, like what are DC comics writers favorite relationships in in DC and he's like let me guess it's going to be exactly 50% straight relationships and exactly 50% gay relationships and of course it is even though everyone knows that that's not how people remember these things fondly it's inflation it's like a weird type of inflation where people are pretending like these uh gay characters and these shows and these romances matter more than they it's do it's gonna be like the list is number one harley quinn and poison and, ivy yeah. number two harley quinn and poison ivy continuing down the list yeah basically um yeah it's like it's, it's manufactured fanfare for for something it doesn't exist um except for like they get praise from from shippers on twitter and they think that that's reflective of the general sentiment i guess in a way they've just been incentivized because back in the day you would have been incentivized to be a, a more conciliatory and like uh, just like oh i'm just really proud of the work and if you like it great if not i hope you give it a shot you would have been rewarded for that back in the day because you would have come off like a a good uh, uh you know a good spokesperson for the brand but now they wanted to be spunky they well they want to be and spunky defiant. and not just that but also they they want to be allies uh and to ally, to the various yeah. communities well, is she, that they're pushing is she gay herself i do is not Storm know if the, i don't know herself? if the actress because then like she would be committing a sin in in their book by playing a gay character without being that's gay, unevenly right? that's unevenly enforced that's that's only enforced when they want to like that like if an actor is a straight white dude like in real life then yes you can push back on that anytime you want okay. if it's another character I, I don't know if the same thing is true. I wasn't I, aware of this this rubric. Yeah, I, I think that it, it I didn't get the memo. Well yeah. now you know bigot. <laughs> thanks thanks for telling me Take um, that, so, so, look, <laughs> and, and, look. I'm just, I'm sick of this discourse. I mean, it's like they, they always discourse. say, no one is forcing you to watch it. No one is forcing you to watch it. And it's like, 
did anyone claim that they were being forced to watch it? I was forced they to were... watch Hogwarts Legacy, or I was forced it, it, to watch. Well, the if Last anyone of is forced to watch it, it's us because it's what we do yeah. professionally. But anyway, like they're saying they were encouraged to watch it yeah. because they're fans of the IP, and then they were disappointed, and now they're being punished for expressing that disappointment. Also, when the like, quality is yeah. just objectively it's it's like just sewage i mean speaking of sewage the girl riley says that she doesn't want to stay um in in the qz with fedra because she was assigned the post of like sewage detail yeah while ellie seems to have a more promising future as an officer and it's basically like watching as people shovel shit yeah but it just reminded me of like the girl bossery of like liberal feminism today where women want to be equal in the workforce in every way except for the hard shit that only men do. Yep. Meaning sewage detail. Yep. That's stuff that happens pre-apocalypse. Men do that's, that. That's real life. Okay. That's what makes life pre-apocalypse possible and post-apocalypse. But you're still expressing the same entitlement and that existed before the apocalypse happened. It's also funny Like, someone's got to do it. That's the, the, at the end of the day, someone has to do it. But she attaches that belief to, like, your entire belief about, like, authoritarianism and government. Like, she, she's, she's like, that's what they think of me. She, she's like, not what do you leaving, mean that's what they think of she's you? She's not leaving because she believes in what Fedra's, uh, she's not leaving because she believes in what the Fireflies are doing inherently. She's leaving because the authoritarian group she was already a part of doesn't want to give her enough of a girl boss position. Yeah, so and she's the perfect. Fireflies offered her a girl boss mission to, to perform. Yeah. So it, it made her feel good about herself. Now, like, there could be an interesting story to be told about how uh, Merle, uh, about how Marlene, like, uh, finds this out and manipulates her by doing this. Like, like they look for the people with the low on the totem pole jobs that they can ma manipulate to get to that position. But that would make her the bad guy, and we can't have that. So I don't think they're yeah, willing to do... Yeah, because she's a queer woman of color yes you can't do that <laughs> i'm just so sick of this it's uh, and it's funny too because like it, it, it just all it did was prove me at least my belief for my own opinions of the show right which is that pedro pascal is the thing holding this thing together and as and soon he had, as he like, wasn't a in fraction it, of yeah, a line in this then it wasn't very good so look actresses actors just be just be magnanimous. We've progressed exactly five minutes since the end of the, the last episode. Yes, we have. Yeah, like, we, we I made can't do this no. anymore. Like, all, they, all she has to say is, like, we did a great job of telling an amazing story of two amazing characters here. Please watch this episode. I would love it so much if you watch this episode. I'm so proud of it. And that's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. Um. They won't do that. All right, we got some super chats there. Disco Jensen said, Brett, stop trying to shill a cocaine bear sequel. It's only good as a one-off. Mary, hurry up and get married and give me some grandbabies. What? I don't know you. Um, Dane, what's your take on Dune 2's possible R rating? I, I have no take. Why would Dane specifically have a take on Because I'm based. <laughs> um, I didn't know it had an R rating. Um... 
I don't think it has to just be good as a one-off. I think that the idea of animals eating human beings is something that everyone can get behind. In in, in a time when movies, someone clip that right in, now. In a movie, in a time with movies full of identity <laughs> politics and bullshit, the idea of watching the very universal human fear of being mauled to death by a rabid animal on drugs is far more inclusive. It's <laughs> not a universal fear. It's only a fear you have if you're extremely paranoid. Uh, but it's something, uh, the fear of, uh, of being Thank you. Look, I didn't even say it necessarily had to be a sequel. I just said that, uh, I like the idea of the theme going forward, but I do have no problem with maybe, you know, the mama bear gets taken out by the, by the workers and then the cubs go for revenge. Brett just wants animal and human violence. I do. I just want to see. Look, before this, this is like a step up. Before this, all I (laughs) wanted was movies with no humans at all for five years. Now I'm I'm willing to concede that humans can be in the movies. They just have to be running for their lives from rabid animals. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hobbit said, Mary is hard to please with movies. I think we all should be if we want good entertainment ever again. Stop praising mediocre content. That your, obje- yes. your idea of what mediocre is is subjective to each and every person, and I refuse to not admit that Objective I like something. Objective metrics exist. No, not, nah. It, it, in this one, yeah, if, like the idea that this was lit improperly, this story makes no sense based on writing, those are objective measures. When it comes to these, like, Hollywood has enough enough quality control that most of your opinions are going to be subjective based on writing metrics, whether it's a story you want to watch. And I have no problem watching something that I didn't like overall, but pointing out the aspects of it that I like. Like Mary is here to tell you everything that's wrong with the movie. I will be here to tell you the couple of saving graces. You can decide for yourself whether that's something you want to watch or not. I'm eye candy. And Dane's here because he's handsome. Dane's here to to unbutton that shirt when we get a crisis party. <laughs> Click. One, yes, one button for every crisis party. Evan King said, since most films come out on streaming within three months or less, is it fair to judge any box office total? Um, I mean, it judges how popular it will be on streaming nonetheless, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I don't really understand the so so like, they come out like if if streaming is where all movies end up anyway, does the box office really matter? I mean, I think it I think it matter saying, I, I think, think it matters for the bigger budget movies, like for for the bigger budget movies that are designed to be seen in the theater. Not that it doesn't matter, but is the box office the thing to judge a movie's success off of when it's a fraction of its existence? Yeah, well, it's um, just like that 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 clip of. Matt Damon talking about how back in the day, mid-budget movies weren't made to be successful at the box office. They were made to make some of their money back at the box office and the rest of their money they made on DVD sales. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of those movies that end up in the bargain bin at Walmart make their money back and they make their money back by being, you know, here for people to buy. Uh, One of the more interesting metrics we can start basing them off of is when they're when are they making movie when are they making the right decisions on where to release movies like bros was was a theater release the right place to release bros you could have made the same argument about cocaine bear like cocaine bear could have very easily been a streaming only release very it could easily. have but i think bros is more obviously a streaming release firstly because it's a rom-com mm. secondly obviously because it's yep. Gay, 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 gay. Yeah. 
Cocaine Bear is uh, more of like a, a mass appeal action movie, right? And well, comedy. It's uh, well, yeah. I mean, but but it's still not. Uh, I don't know what the budget was on the movie. That'd be interesting to know. But like, I feel to, like a romantic comedy only goes to the the theaters if it has like Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, Lopez in it. Yeah. Basically, the rest of point. them go to Netflix or or go maybe to, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Which is coming up, actually, I think. I think, I think one with Je her and George Clooney. Yeah, but I think I think Je Jennifer Lopez is like the modern day. She is, yeah. yeah. BMF Nate Dog said, "Ah, gay detour, just like when I accidentally saw Rent." Ah, <laughs> okay. Hobbit said, "Suggestion, third option on the poll. I don't give a floop about The Last of Us, Rings of Power, etc. Whatever BS Hollywood offers us, I pick that." Okay, there you go. Look, I, Noted. the funny thing about Almost it is... Almost forgot Rings of Power. I got chills just reading that. The, the funny <laughs> thing about it is, is for somebody like me who doesn't have any strong... Like, Mary is very harsh on most of the stuff we review, but it's not like I watch anything new unless I'm forced to for these reviews. Everything I watch is 10 years old or more, almost. Like, almost everything that I like, at the very least, started at the latest in 2013 or 2014. There have been a couple of bright spots of shows that have come out after that. One was the first season of the Lethal Weapon TV show, which had no right to be as good as it was with Clayne Crawford and Damon Wayne. Look, you're, there is enough old content that you would never run out. You can watch like old content forever from Hollywood and never run out of it. And if you find uh, your own method of finding it, you don't have to give them money anyways. But that's uh, I can't hmm. endorse that. I'm just saying that you can you can. Oh yeah, and, and Tulsa King. Fair enough. Uh, like like the, the the shows exist, but they're few and far in, in between. Another thing that's really interesting, guys, is. People were arguing about whether Tulsa King was woke or not, right? Here's the thing. Do you, Wait, do you, I, I never saw this. Jack Posobiec was like that people were reposting about it, but it's it's some racial thing. Well, there was a they, okay. There's well, like what they did is that there's a couple of moments in the show that are absolutely what you'd call woke, which is one is where the guy wouldn't sell a wouldn't sell a car cash to his black driver because a, a guy came in. Why and would anyone do sell? That? Yeah, so so he's like <laughs> he's like you won't sell this uh, you won't sell this car because he's because he's black and paying cash, so you have to assume he's a criminal. Is it woke? Yes. But but here's another thing. Tyrone Magnus had a really interesting thing. When he did his episode six review of The Last of Us, he goes, is it woke? Yes, but I like it. They, they, I don't think that those concepts can be mutually exclusive. I think there can be woke entertainment that isn't awful. Not everything has to be Velma. I can watch Tulsa King with its weird pronoun comments or its couple of comments in which he says, you won't sell this car to a black person because blah, 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 blah. And I can still like it. There is such a thing as making it, just not making it suck. It's just way harder to do and way less common. What if he said that about the boys selling yes, the car, the but... Um later admitted in 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 the episode that he did it to manipulate the guy selling the car yeah well look it's, it's i don't it, know taylor sheridan is, but, but i'm saying like he's people officially are, been people people pick they handpick a couple of bad moments right cringy moments from show you're never gonna bat a thousand with 45 when you make an episode that's an hour long you're never going to bat a thousand. Not every moment's going to land and there's going to be cringy shit. It's going to exist. Can I say something? I, I learned that lesson myself this weekend yeah. because uh, I think the show's called Queen's Gambit. Yeah. And the the intro of the show has like some outrageous woke stuff. Mm -hmm. and I, and, Wait, and it, what was it? 
uh, we can talk about it later. And then so it, I remember it, watching it. I don't remember anything. It, the the well, thing is, it just really put me off. And yeah. then my girlfriend, sorry, my fiance, and that she 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 was like, no, no, just, just, like give it a chance. You know, like it's actually pretty good. And I did it, and I've been hooked uh, watching the show. And it's one of those things where, had I not looked past it, I would have missed it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think there's something wrong with like enjoying a show despite it having some woke stuff in it but like don't say that that was like inevitable like none of this is inevitable it's intentional that's it's not i'm not talking about whether it's cringy woke things inserted into a taylor sheridan show it's it's part of the formula that he intentionally he uses to craft these shows that that appeal to a certain crowd that he thinks need educating. I'm know? gonna. Oh, I can't speak to his Those specifically. Uh, like, but that's that's show, putting that's putting words. Never in his say mouth. that this is like this is you know just something that we should expect now. That, that my point that is that inevitable. that uh, like, it can happen and it can still be good. People love the boys. A lot of people sure. consider the, the boys woke. I, I'm just like, they're not mutually exclusive ideas. And it doesn't mean that you don't call it out when you see it. I can look at the scene of Stallone doing that in the car dealership and be like, oh my God, that is really cringy. And just walk right past it. As long as another one of those moments doesn't happen 10 seconds later and I'm getting it all throughout the show. Like there's a lot of shows that I watch that just have bad writing. And I just say that part of the show was bad writing, but the rest of it overall was good. Deadfoot320 said, I saw y'all's show when you first started and thought it wasn't for me. Changed my mind about two weeks ago. I'll simp and send a copy of Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> Where should I send the key? Dane? Um, Dane, uh, do you want one? Yeah, daneontamecast.com. <laughs> awesome. Fat and Fresh said, watch Netflix's Kingdom for original and good zombie show. Great mid-age Korea setting with swordsman zombies, drama with royals, and great production. Two seasons plus movie and more on the way. Yeah, all right. I haven't heard of that. All right, let's. Uh, there's a couple more, but let's hold off because we got a couple of things at the end of the at the at the end of the episode today. Do you want to do you want to tell people about Elmo? Yeah. Tell people about Elmo. <laughs> um, I saw this the other day, but apparently this guy has been terrorizing New York for for many years. He dresses up as Elmo and he goes on just absolutely anti-Semitic tirades and harasses people. And the news is that he recently started dressing up as the Cookie Monster <laughs> instead. And he's kind of trying to... He's mixing to, it up. Yeah, get one over on us. But I, he, this guy... He's been around since like 2012 doing this in Times Square. Uh, just like going on schizo rants. And they literally call him Evil Elmo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like in September 2012 is when he originally got arrested for disorderly conduct. And he, ble- he pled guilty to disorderly conduct. Uh, like I-, I don't know exactly what he did because obviously like going on an anti-Semitic rant in New York is not a crime 
But he must have been like following people around. Well, right? I mean, I mean, could he not just be like, uh, like in like I guess not endangering the public. You're not or... endangering anyone. Yeah, like. Uh... But he he was frightening people by shouting at them and and being angry. <laughs> And I just, I found the arrest photos. Um, I, I wasn't aware of this guy before, but I found the arrest photos where they like take the Elmo head off of him. Wah, wah. And uh, yeah, they cuff him while he still has the suit on. <laughs> but his, his name is Adam Sandler. That is crazy. Which can't possibly be his, his born Can't be the name. same one who, saw, who does the Hanukkah song, I'll tell you that. But now he goes by Dan Sandler. <laughs> and he also has spent time in San Francisco. At one point, he said that he was going to relocate to Honolulu. My favorite but part was... that never was, happened. Uh, in 2013, he was put behind bars for trying to extort... <laughs> Two dollars from the Girl Scouts in Manhattan. Two dollars. Uh, he he like hustles people for tips. Which you know, to be fair, girl Mary doesn't like Girl Scouts because they shill for Planned Parenthood. I don't like. That's girls. insane. I didn't know that until you told me. Most I don't like. Don't. Uh, you I, wouldn't suspect it. Cute little girls selling cookies. I'm not a huge fan of funding um, abortion. Girl Scouts because they're just free child labor for adults. Or free child labor for Planned Parenthood. Yeah, for Planned Parenthood. For Margaret Sanger. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Pfizer. Exactly. Wouldn't it have been funny if right after the... I, I didn't watch it live, so I only saw the Saturday Night Live clip. But wouldn't it have been really funny if right after the Woody Harrelson monologue, it says, this episode is brought to you by Pfizer? <laughs> like, that would have been right on brand, right? I mean, it, yeah. it couldn't beat the Sam Smith little fat gay devil dance. And then Spice. So, so, so he it says it's a, it says he's frightening them. Is that is that possible? Like uh, another thing is he was accused of of groping a woman a public... in uh, 2012, and then he denied that. Yeah, but he claims that like when he's in the costume, women like are really into him. Well, yeah, of course. Like he said. I've had women wanting to wrap their legs around me. When we're in the costume, women want us. One woman asked me to touch <laughs> her breasts. I wouldn't do it. Well, he's got too many principles for he's that. He's too principled, yeah. yeah. Um, they so, made you do it. You know, he may be a criminal, but he's no pervert. The question is, is he making as much as those NBA mascots? That's the, that's he's the real not. question. Still, you know what? Anti-Semitic Elmo is still making more in tips than the WNBA. That is true. Just mm. think about probably, that for probably, a second. He probably is. Uh, well, maybe maybe what they can do is they can get Brittany Griner to play not so evil Elmo. <laughs> what they would consider <laughs> not so monster. E uh, yes, she could play. Cookie what about monster. the other Muppets? Where's their representation? So uh, look, he, he's getting to it <laughs> eventually. Apparently, St like he said that he's had people yelling slurs at him, calling him a PDF file, saying that I couldn't be trusted around children, and that had effect on his business. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you know, I think what affected his business. What is his is, business? He's talking about. Does he know, get tips? Uh, I guess. Is like it like. Like in, in Times Square, people just like dress up as, oh, yeah. as all these different characters and they make tips off of making, like taking pictures with people, right? There's so. a there's a great episode of The Mentalist where he goes to this lady who's like, she's dressed up as Marilyn Monroe on the street and he's like, why do you do this? And she like can't answer the question. She's like, she's like, well, she's like, well, I dress up like Marilyn and then I take pictures with people and they pay me. He goes, why? He goes, 
I don't know. They just do. <laughs> it sounds like it's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> like, I don't know. They just do. Or like, they, like, I can't explain it. They just do. You know, there's a Taylor Swift impersonator that looks exactly like her. No. Like, yeah. good for, good for, like, the, there's the, there's the, the Drake one. There's the one who goes to like all the clubs in Miami really? and you like, they, they, they have like Drake watch where like, he talks like, about it's all called, his feelings. It's called fake Drake. He must get so many free drinks. No, he's like fake Drake. And there was like fake Drake spotted at this nightclub in Miami where he's like talking to a bunch of fake women Drake. and you just know yeah. he's taken a bunch of like women home. That feels non-consensual. Uh, like, like maybe he doesn't, they're like, but are you? And he's like, you turn the lights on in the Uber. You must know. Like I bet, Drake. like I bet they're like, are you? And he's like, you don't have to say it. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't let them finish. Cause then he's technically not <laughs> lying. <laughs> are you? He, yes. Yes. I've worked with that person you're thinking about. And he just, he never actually lies to them. <laughs> like, he's just like, I don't even have to say it. There's so just, many people around. He goes up to me. He's, he's just like, look, I'm exactly who you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who I thought you were, but not this person. Um, Girl Scouts have an entire, okay, um, yeah, it says, it says Girl Scouts have an entire FAQ page dedicated to questions about Planned Parenthood and trans kids. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's, I was (laughs) never, that's, I, I actually asked when I was younger to become a Girl Scout and I was told no because of this. Oh yeah? Yeah. Damn, it's been that long that yeah. they've been doing this? It's been a while. <laughs> it's not a new thing. I mean, the That's trans so kids evil. thing is probably new. The Planned Parenthood thing is not new. Wow. I still remember like when I was talking to like a, a friend of mine and his wife, both of them very, very far left people. And she was like talking about it. I was like, oh, it's so great that the Boy Scouts like were like the first inclusive group to like let girls in. I'm like, why don't they let boys in the Girl Scouts? And she like seems her brain sexist. her brain was really it was just really funny watching her brain like like it was actually just a weird form of misandry. She's like, well, that would be crazy, dude. When I was a Boy Scout, it would annoy me so much that you had to work so hard for those badges, mm-hmm. and girls would bake cookies. They're like, congratulations, you got the baked cookie badge. Like, what the. Like, you have to like <laughs> learn how to tie yeah. 30 knots basically yeah. <laughs> like uh and then there's me who wore my brother's weeblos uniform to school that's <laughs> stolen yeah. valor stolen valor <laughs> oh, there to be go. fair uh nobody at, it wasn't like uh it, it's not like it listed it in a club for me or anything like that it was like and it was like it was very clearly too big for me because my brother's seven years older than me i think i don't know where i saw this stat probably at fakestats.com slash wild dane's a gullible idiot Oh, uh, but I said that every president has been a Boy Scout. I didn't know that. Is that true? Same font, twenty twenty four. Vote for me. All this right. Podcast, sponsored by Look, I'm down with. Uh, shoot, it'd be funny to go and like try to find this guy in New York and see if we could like get <laughs> an interview with him, like a man on the street interview with Evil Elmo. I just wonder, like, how the hell do you go live in Manhattan and afford it? And afford it off of Evil Elmo salary. Be interesting to go up to him and ask him who is they though. Yeah, <laughs> he'll tell you. Yeah. He'll, but <laughs> it's it's really not funny anymore because he'll just tell you before you even ask. It's like who's the? I'll tell you who they are. <laughs> Don't finish that question. <laughs> I got it. So, <laughs> it is what it is. Look, oh, and guys, did you see this? This was really interesting. Uh, apparently, there was like a. 
uh, a conspiracy that the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight was fixed. Dude, he was getting worked. Um, and apparently, so Tommy Fury won uh, via split decision, and you said he was getting worked. Okay, Nepo, baby. Yeah, right. Like uh, they were saying Seems that like it was a classic fixed. case. Of but my favorite part is like they're uh, they're re they're refute they're refuted like the way they refuted is basically people said it's not true. Hmm. Like they're like people attached to the fight said it's not true. It says, uh, so they talk about the script down here, uh, and it says, for example, one round one reads, the fighters start off cautiously circling each other and throwing jabs. Jake Paul lands a solid left hook, but Tommy Fury responds with a quick right hand. And then basically they go down here, and it says, uh, the problem, multiple people associated with the fight and fighters are adamant that the script is completely fabricated or false. I'm like, well, since they said so. Did you see the, the <laughs> Logan Paul? Um, it was him on Rigside telling... Um... The boxer guy, I forget his name. The guy with name. Okay. But Floyd, Floyd uh, Mayweather. He yeah. was like, "Oh my god, easy, dude. This is an exhibition." And Floyd was like, being the shit. <laughs> he didn't care. So if it's rigged, does that mean that Jake Paul will get paid more if he? You can only hope. Pretends to lose. You can only hope. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is boxing after all. Boxing? Uh, you don't like boxing? Fight? No, but it's famous for rigging fights. Yeah. Infamous, rather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's not sure if he wants to be a wrestler like Logan. Uh, Rhaegar Targaryen says Donald Trump is not a Boy Scout. There we go. I didn't Figures. think that he was. Well, Dan was saying every president has been a Boy Scout. So. Until Trump. Until Trump. We used to be a country. <laughs> Obama was a Boy Scout? Was he? I don't know. I'm sure those Chicago Boy Scouts were very, very different than, than the rest of the country. All right, we got a couple of super chats okay. there. Mary? Steve Ryman said Bob Ross was not a sniper. 20 years in the Air Force, no combat. It's an urban legend. Mr. Rogers, the TV host, didn't serve at all. Lies. That is all. Thank you for clarifying. Okay. Oh, man. But it would have been cooler if it was. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. It would have been cooler if it was. Tiger King said Jericho slaps. My father's dead. We'll get through. It's... Oh, Tiger, Tiger Ginge, sorry. Yep. It's Ginger. <laughs> How old were you when you first played uh, Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy, Dane? I was seven years old. Right. When he, I was, he wants your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts as well. I was seven years old when I played Final Fantasy VII. I think I played the Game Boy once, but I was like, these, are, these suck. Um, and Kingdom Hearts has gotten progressively worse each one. That's my opinion on it. Also, about the show Jericho, if you want to see a show where, like, the, it's like the guy is just allowed to become, like, a reformed, he's like a hero. Like, I watch it and skeet all the main characters. It's just, it's just, I don't remember the last time you just saw, like, a straight dude get to be just, like, a hero throughout the show. And it's just, it's great. So mm -hmm. everyone should go. I, I believe it's on, where was I watching it? I think it's on Peacock now. It's on either Peacock or Paramount Plus, one of those two. CK said, Brett said before, but these identity firsts in TV and cinema aren't new. The problem is that they're artificial and marketed. As a result, the motivations feel disingenuous and repel audiences. Michelle Yeoh, the first Asian woman uh, nominated on a Friday and elected on a Thursday, getting uh, is uh, to be nominated for an award in which the director is also of Asian descent. Yeah, isn't it because they were mad she didn't get uh, nominated for Best Actress in the at Oscars? The, at the Oscars. And remember, the BAFTAs like, were so cares? white this year. You go to the... Okay, how many of these are there? There's, like, the Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, the Oscars. 
The SAG Awards. Uh, the NAACP Image Awards. There's that too. Is that real? That's a real thing. And then you think that you deserve to to get nominated for and win literally every single one, even though this is quite literally a zero-sum game. One person wins the award. Another person wins nothing. Do you want to know why <laughs> it's so infuriating, Mary? Because the art is subjective, just like the movies we watch. So it's very hard when there is no it, objective honestly, quantification. Honestly, if you think that... Look, I'm not saying that there's not a subjective element to... to uh, like critiquing art but what I'm saying is like if you don't think there are objective metrics to critique art uh, in general then you just don't believe that good and evil exist uh I believe like, that philosophically I believe that we're that, opposed on that I believe that our like for a lot of us our experience and our personal tastes uh affect that just as much as anything Yeah, that's else. what I said. Yeah. I said that, that I'm not denying art yeah. critique has a subjective yeah. element but I'm just saying if you don't think there are any objective Elements, no, I'm not. Then you, then you don't think Look, that good. I can watch a movie. Real like values. Like when we were watching Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and I see the the phone flip because the, there's just a poor edit done to the I phone. I mean, I don't mean just editing. I do mean themes and storytelling and intangible things. We would have to talk are, about like in a, I mean, in a in a longer setting. I, I guess I don't understand what you mean by that. Like uh, you mean like what they focus on in the movies, like uh, like objectively whether it's something that should be talked about or not. I mean, not. Sh I don't know about should or shouldn't be talked yeah. about. I just mean like certain things resonate with people more for spiritual reasons. And if you don't, I mean, if you don't recognize that, you know, those like that that good and evil exist, like on a on a spiritual plane, then you really don't. Then then we're not talking about the same thing. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Thousand Foot Deep End said, testing since YouTube PayPal took my super chat money, but didn't post my message and wouldn't let me do another. I all sorry I'm late. What did I miss? That's weird. That is very weird. Try to dispute that if you can. You didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> Only two hours. It's, you know, not that much in the grand scheme of things. Deadfoot said, it has been sent, should be from Humble Bundle. Okay. The, yeah, the code to your email, Dane. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they bought me Hogwarts cool. Legacy. <laughs> I didn't, you seem to not have an intention of of getting it yourself. So I mean, I'll, now I'll, you can play it. Yeah, I'll play it and thank you. Let us know what you think. I'll next let you time. know on Monday. Yeah, Fat and Fresh said, "Seriously, watch Kingdom. Thank me whenever." I'm getting kind of tired of the zombie shows. Though. I don't really. I, that's why I think you'll like iZombie. It's uh, they. It's not like a whole lot of hate, like actual zombie I stuff. Hate zombie stuff. Yeah. It's overdone. Stop it. Um, iZombie is really interesting concept where you can eat brains to to remain, um, like alive. you like you look. You're not alive, but you look you're human. You have almost no pulse. Uh, and your skin is emaciated. So can you stay like sentient without eating? No, you lose the your brains? like you. Oh. You have to eat the brains regularly, otherwise you become like you turn into like a Romero zombie, uh, slowly. Uh, it's really really interesting. It's okay. like it's obviously it's a quirky CW show, so it's not like it's high art, but yeah. it's. Uh, I would argue that you look more like Rose MacGyver as Liv more than you do as uh, um, Ivana Lynch. Uh, yeah. Then Luna Love. Gotten a lot of Luna Lovegood comments. Both yeah. in person and on the internet. Yep. Thousand Foot Deep End said, Considering the Boy Scouts was founded in 1910, I don't think every president was a scout. 
LOL. Also, PayPal refunded my $2 chat. We good, LOL. Well, what if George Washington went back and, and joined the Boy Scouts by creating them earlier? That's so the thing. That. You didn't need the Boy Scouts prior to yeah, the 20th century. That's true. Because that's when we stopped teaching people how to do shit, yep. you know? All right. We got two more that just came in there. Uh, high voltage 75 said bad app i'm not reading that for old times sake where the hell is bad app these days we miss him i don't know in a gutter somewhere <laughs> i hope like not tan. come he, back he's gonna talk about waiting for he's you he's probably he's probably watching he's, brett cooper and some say he's he's been at that taco bell ever since yeah <laughs> regatan said a powerful new nintendo switch coming winter 2023 that's cool i like the switch i haven't heard that i didn't play it for like the first three years that i owned it and recently it's most of what I play. Uh, also, someone said I should watch Fear the Walking Dead. I have already seen Fear the Walking Dead, I think, in, like, most of it. But it's not very good. <laughs> it, was an, it, it was just a very uh, okay spinoff. Spaghetti Warrior said, Dane, the White Black Panthers exist. <laughs> it's hilarious. Search Black Panthers Episode 1. By Year of the Man Beast, funny web series from like 2009 made by a friend of the show. All right, there you go. Okay. All right, and before you do that, Dane, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let everyone know where they can find you before you go home and play Hogwarts Legacy. Well, by the way, thanks again to whoever bought that game. Seriously, what, <laughs> what a chad. Um, you it can find me on Twitter. Deadfoot. 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 Legend. Yes. You are officially my favorite guy on <laughs> You can buy Dane's love. You can. I accept yeah. any and all forms of bribes. <laughs> at Dane Font on Twitter, at which I shall spell out for you now. D-A-N-E-F-O-N-T. Perfect. All right, Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram. Go look at pictures of me there at Mary Archived. And you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived recently got added to a list that's called racist bigoted cowards on twitter so i guess somebody is is heeding my call there um <laughs> we've got one last super chat from potatoes for seamus said mary how about we get some tacos i can't have tacos i'm on my carnivore diet but maybe maybe after easter <laughs> all right guys thank you again for joining us before we go could you please hit the like button subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already it always helps us out greatly in the algorithm when you do that and when you're done watching this go and check out our review of the last of us episode seven the great gay detour from uh, <laughs> from the last okay it's not what the episode's actually called believe it or not go check that out um, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brett Dasovic. If you want to follow the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you would like to listen rather than watch to this podcast. And then if you would like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram at PopCultureCrisisPod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.